Yes, hello, welcome to 2002 A Film Odyssey, the podcast where films are discussed, specifically the films of the year 2002. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Andrew. Dan here. And Dan's right there. That's a new way of you I know. introducing I to yourself. Shake it up. I wanted to shake it up. <laughs> Keep you on your uh, uh, toes, mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, and we're back. And we are continuing to work our way through the entire theatrical movie release calendar of the year 2002 in chronological order. And I think we got a pretty special episode in store for our listeners today. We do. We're so going special. We're going back in time to the year 2002. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> we're going back in time. And, oh, we got a double feature for this episode. It's a double feature. It's a double bill. So that's a reason why it's special. And also, we have a very special guest. Returning guest. Yeah. A great, time. a great guest. Yeah, we know he's a great guest because he's been here before. Micah Olson is here. Hello, thank you. Uh, Happy listeners, to be here. yeah, listeners will remember Micah from the classic uh, Dragonfly episode. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, classic episode. The Dragonfly classic movie. <laughs> Dragonfly slash uh, Big Bad Love. Oh well, you watched. That. I watched that. Yeah, one, we yeah. all watched both of these movies. Yeah, yeah. This, For this this time this around. Episode, yeah. yeah. Do you just talk about the Big Bad Love one? Yeah, I just I just watched it on my own and just said a few few words. Solid. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't even big enough to make it on our, like show <laughs> schedule. Uh, yeah. Do you ever tell people the premise of our show and have them just like laugh at you? I told someone I was on like a date with, mm-hmm. um, and I'm always like super embarrassed whenever it like, comes up in conversation. Like obviously I had yeah, to initiate it, but mm-hmm. like you know like it was just like oh, well, I guess I should say what I'm doing. Uh, with mm-hmm. my free time, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I told them that we're watching every 2002 movie in order, and mm-hmm. and they were like, "You're not really doing that, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> not something you're actually doing." I'm like, "Oh no, it, I definitely am. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely something we're doing." I know I asked this last time I yeah. was here, but how far in the year are you guys at? That's, that's a great question. Uh, we are now on March 8th, yeah, 2002. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a great segue for us to say what we're talking about on this episode. Right. The Time Machine and Men with Brooms. Yeah. Everybody remembers Men with (laughs) Yeah, Men with Brooms. I I don't even know if I want to put it in the title of the episode. (laughs) Because, like, no one's going to be like, any podcasts about Men with Brooms out there? (laughs) I mean, it came out. So we have to cover it. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't have to. It was kind of like a last second edition because it, it got a very limited release. Right. But it was like the kind of like funny enough looking movie where we're like, well, well let's see Someone if Micah would want to do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I think our original plan was this, like you and I were going to like watch it and just talk briefly about it. But then you decided that you wanted to watch the take whole part yeah, yeah. happy to <laughs> i honestly i did not hate it okay there was <laughs> it's kind of because i did it was cute yeah really boring <laughs> it's pretty boring <laughs> terribly boring it was like it's so canadian yeah it was like 30 minutes longer than it should have been <laughs> which is funny because it's an hour and a half movie it felt uh, you know, so long. you said to, to us that it was an hour and a half, but it was actually like an hour and like 42 minutes. Oh, was it? And I felt those extra 12 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. But anyhow. Yeah, so those are the movies we're talking about on this episode. The Time Machine, the 
Guy Pierce okay. starring time travel movie. Yeah, probably the like first big movie for Guy Pierce post the Memento. That's success. Okay, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I would say right. Yeah. Uh, well, Count of Monte Cristo is kind of big. Yeah, but I feel like but that this was kind of a like a definitely. surprise hit. Yeah, this movie was a hit. Well, no, I wouldn't call this a hit, but I would say that this was like the first studio like banking on Guy Pearce, like, oh, he yeah. could be a movie star now. Because the budget was for sure bigger than the Count of Monte Cristo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about the Time Machine and Men with Brooms, the Canadian curling comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Leslie Nielsen's in it. That's, yeah, Leslie Nielsen. That's Nielsen's part of the appeal. Yeah. Like, at least the, the initial appeal. And I, I own Men With Brooms now. Because I had to... <laughs> oh. oh, you own it now, too. I think I think I have your copy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I borrowed his copy from him. No, yeah. I, this was, it was kind of a hard movie to track down. Yeah. So I had to go to some used DVD stores. And now I own it. I had to pay $5 for this, <laughs> this film. What, what a deal. Yeah. But we've, we're really accumulating quite the, the odd 2002 uh, DVD collection, which... We still plan to, like, raffle off to uh, one lucky listener. Because um, there's even more. There's I have a couple of them at uh, yeah. my house. Because I have, like, Orange County in my in my stack. Yeah. Um, but you've got the bulk of them here. Yeah. Wait, Count of Monte Cristo, is this here too? Yeah. Song. We did a whole episode on the Count of Monte Cristo. We Actually, talk- one of the better movies that we've watched yeah, this no, year Yeah, I remember so enjoying the movie a lot when I it's it's better than the so, time machine. So, <laughs> oh, absolutely. So far, uh, the Count of Monte Cristo is in like my top ten in terms uh, yeah. of what in terms of this so odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. If you had told me that uh, the Mothman prophecies would be like my number five movie of two thousand two, <laughs> uh, a year plus into recording this show, I would have uh, not believed you. Yeah. For our listeners, I just put a, a stack of the DVDs that we've bought for this podcast on the on the table. The Crossroads one is a good find, because that's not a common DVD anymore. Yeah. That's hard to find. Is there a reason? It's just out of print. I don't know. Some I don't know I don't know what the right situation is. You yeah. Think. Now that Britney Spears is kind of like Yeah. It may not have come out on Blu ray back in the eye a little bit public eye yeah it may not have come out on blu-ray because of that reason like for music rights perhaps yeah 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 so before we dive into these two films should we yeah should we relax a little bit should we you know calm down and talk about some things that we've recently seen she makes it sound like therapy and then recently seen <laughs> yeah <laughs> micah is sitting on a couch so <laughs> yeah it's, it's almost like therapy uh yeah we can we can briefly go over some stuff we've watched recently yeah. i do think we have to like yeah we should probably uh keep it brief because we yeah. got two, two movies, movies to talk, to talk about. about yeah and, and i have more to i mean not like a lot but i have more to say about men with brooms than i expected to say about oh men shit with <laughs> not like that that makes it sound like i've got like, ideas but it's just like there's more to talk about there yeah. than I expected. Because we've done a few of these like double features so far, and the first movie is always like a pretty, pretty minor movie, right? Usually, usually when we do two movies on one episode, one of them is like tapped on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so it's, it's like a smaller movie, and we just like talk about it. For we just want to acknowledge it more yeah. than anything. Yeah, but. But it sounds like you got stuff to say. No, no. It doesn't sound like I'm going to get on my soapbox or something. No, no. It's just, 
it's I don't know. It's an interesting movie that exists yeah. that no yeah, one remembers. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe like in Canada it's more beloved than than it would be here. Right. There's some pretty like excited reviews. Even Were there? some like IMDb people just being like this is this is the greatest Canadian like rom com <laughs> ever. I read some letter Are there more of those? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, we, De- I watched it. Definitely my favorite Canadian curling comedy. Yeah. yeah. Comedy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aside from these two movies, The Time Machine and Men with Brooms, what have we watched recently? Should I go first? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Well, I had an opportunity to get to the theater recently, and I saw The Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, nice. I'd say it's my favorite Martin McDonough film. Okay, that's, that's not a very high... For, High praise for me because for I don't like yeah. any of his movies except right. for this one. You, I, so you actually did like I it? I did like it, yeah. Okay. I'd say it was good. I don't know if I would say it was great. But yeah, really good performances and it had the least amount of comedy, I'd say, of all the Martin McDonough films that I've seen. Because I think the comedy for me in his movies doesn't quite work with yeah. everything else in his films. So the fact that this was like less overtly comedic worked for me so yeah i did i did enjoy it yeah it's one of like four or five things that are out in theaters right now that i yeah. want to see um and i just haven't gotten to the theaters since yeah nope was that bo- no i saw i saw barbarian that was the last, last one i saw uh, nope yeah and you saw bodies 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 right yeah i saw that before before uh, barbarian but yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and then uh, actually last night I had a little time to get out, and I just went by myself to see Armageddon Time, mm. the new James Gray film, uh, coming of age movie. Mike Mike had just made a uh, what do you, what movie are you talk about yeah. face, so that's why I'm explaining it like that. And I my expectations weren't like super high because the trailer looked a little like an Oscar bait issue movie kind of thing. Uh, he but I, Z. Okay. yeah, cool. he did Lost City Z. Yeah. yeah. James Gray is good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like his movies and this movie I actually really liked. Oh yeah. yeah. Much better than I thought I would. And it's probably, it's actually my favorite movie this year and reviews are a little mixed on it, which I didn't realize until after I saw it. It's like 75 or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Even like Lost City Z didn't get that good of reviews. A lot of people... Like, yeah, dislike the pacing of it, and mm-hmm. but then I think after and... like a couple of years later, it kind of became a little more. I love that movie. Yeah, that that I, I think I, is. I rewatch that like all the time. Just have you seen Ad Astra? I've not. Same director. Yeah, um, and I know you like sci-fi stuff, so mm-hmm. you'd really like Ad Astra. I think Brad Pitt, right? Brad Pitt's in that. Yeah, yeah. Ad Astra, really good. We'll watch. Yeah. But yeah, Armageddon Time, really good. Right. Um, I recommend it. It's funny because like I said, there were like five movies I wanted to see, and I didn't really consider that one. Yeah. Like I knew of it, uh-huh. um, but it wasn't one I really like. Yeah, it was too much about seeing. Right. Yeah, it was just something that you know I thought I like James Gray, and I had an opportunity to get out, and uh, the showtimes lined up, so I was like, yeah, I'll see it, and it exceeded my expectations nice and i feel like it might get a little lost in the shuffle because there's a another like another like cinema memoir coming out uh the spielberg one the fable oh, yeah yeah uh, that's out now oh is it already out or it comes out maybe this week yeah. Fablemans. the spielberg one. weird yeah. 
weird movie that that looks strange. I mean, people love it. It's getting really good reviews, mm-hmm. but it's just like he, it's this, he can't be like the Fablemans is like supposed to be Spielberg. Right. It's like this mostly autobiographical yeah. story. Yeah. Like it's, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. That's been like a little bit of a thing lately. Like these director memoir, memory movies. Yeah. Yeah. Fablemans could be all right. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but it could be all right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm so lim I'm not limited. I'm so like I don't know. My my feelings on Spielberg are complex. Mm. I don't uh I don't I don't know. He just doesn't quite do it for me the way he does some other people. Like he's definitely I made some that. classics, yeah. but like mm-hmm. like I don't know. People consider him like a master and I'm just like, well, I love Jaws and mm-hmm. I love Raiders. Raiders is great. That almost feels like its own different thing, because that's, like, also a George Lucas collaboration. Yeah. Not that I want to give George Lucas too much credit either, but, like, I don't know. Jaws, Jurassic Park. I don't know. I, he is pretty creative, I guess. But it's just, <laughs> he's also, he's just made so many movies that, yeah, like, yeah. he's made enough where I'm just like, do I love Spielberg? I don't know. Yeah. One of my movies I've watched recently was E.T. Mm-hmm. And E.T. fucking slaps. I haven't watched E.T. in a really long time. I haven't seen... It's, it's I been listened years. to a podcast about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, God, I want to listen to that and watch this. So yeah. Bad. It's funny. I've been thinking about rewatching E.T. It's so good. Maybe we should all rewatch it. Uh, we missed our opportunity to do it with uh, AI when we did that. But but oh, we've got yeah. like two more Spielberg movies yeah. to come. Yeah. So I'm sure... And maybe by the time Minority Report rolls around... I'll, yeah, we'll have rewatched ET, and we can talk about it. Yeah, maybe we could do like a like a pre Minority Report episode where we talk about pre pre crime. Yeah, pre crime where we talk about <laughs> just Spielberg before Minority Report. Uh, yeah, we could. Yeah, I mean, hey, both I like of Minority Report. Minority Report's awesome, yeah. and so is Catch Me If You Can, which are the two two thousand two Spielberg oh, movies. Nice. So. I don't know. He is a very good director. He Pretty wild one. that those two movies came out in one year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else have you watched recently? Uh, talk about? Well, I I could breeze through the movies that we uh, we watched uh, all in one day. I don't know if you remember. A couple weeks back, we did a a movie marathon <laughs> where we watched a bunch of movies in one day. Sure. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot about that <laughs> somehow. <laughs> where we watched movies for like. Uh, <laughs> 12 hours or something. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it was probably a good time to say congratulations to uh, Travis. Yeah. Uh, past and future guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, good friend. Recently got married. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, you also recently got yeah, married. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna lead into that. Micah also recently got married. Congratulations. Thank you. All, all in the span of the last month right between our last recording and this recording yeah because uh we recorded all about the benjamins the night before micah's wedding oh nice okay yeah. okay so congratulations to everybody well not you or me but congratulations <laughs> to micah yeah. and travis who wasn't here so, yeah so not everybody just <laughs> right, those right. two yeah. <laughs> and their uh, respective partners yes uh but yeah, for Travis's bachelor party, we did an all-day movie marathon at his place, and we watched six movies? Uh, yeah. Yeah, as far as, like, more recent movies, we watched uh, Bullet Train and 
uh, Halloween ends. Bullet Train, not a fan. <laughs> um, yeah, Bullet Train wasn't I good. I mixed things on it, yeah. Uh, it's pretty much what you'd expect. Yeah. It's I, not horrible, but... Yeah, I didn't expect it to be good, uh, so I guess it was, like, slightly better than I was expecting, but not much. Just, yeah. I don't know. I love when things benefit from low expectations. Yeah. When I can watch something that I'm, like, 100% sure is going to be dog shit, and I'm like, okay, well, it was bad, but yeah. it wasn't as bad as I thought it mm. was going to be. <laughs> that mm. feels like a victory. Mm. Uh, a lot of, like, Deadpool speak. Yeah, too much like Tom's the Train engine jokes and stuff like that, which yeah. sounds insane to someone who hasn't seen it. So sorry, yeah. uh, but, but you know, like a lot of like reference humor and stuff like that. And yeah, like quips. Eat a dick burger. I don't know. That's not the exact <laughs> point, but lines like that, like suck a bag of dicks, like that. Yeah, kind of stuff. Um, eat a dick burger. Eat a dick burger. That's a good one. Uh, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Kind yeah, of humor. Yeah. yeah, not that funny. Who did that movie? David Leach. Yeah, the guy who did, like, Deadpool 2. Okay. okay. And Atomic Blonde and Hobbs and Shaw, or is that somebody else? Yeah, no, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Hobbs and, saw, Hobbs and Shaw, which I never saw. Oh, uh, well, Hobbs and it, Shaw it fun. is not something you should ever <laughs> saw. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so we watched Bullet Train and Halloween Ends, as far as, like, current films go. And Halloween Ends, I didn't, like, love, but I thought it was pretty okay. I I actually kind of thought, like, pretty, felt pretty similarly to it as Kills, where it was like, yeah, it's got some good kills, and it's, yeah. it's a little silly, but, like, I don't know, like, one of my expectations for, like, a modern horror movie are generally not super high mm. unless like the actual like i don't know premise is good or whatever but like if it's just like a dumb slasher or whatever all i want out of it is like some good kills and it definitely had it yeah those so did, did you see it Micah? i have not seen any of the like the, the david gordon green ones. yeah ones yeah i was looking into it and i forgot that that's like the guy that did like pineapple express yeah right yeah we we frequently talk about david gordon green like just in our free time or whatever um, because he has one of the weirdest hollywood careers yeah. out of anybody yeah. because he also he started with like george washington and made like a movie that's in the criterion collection and he started as this like indie darling and then he then he got involved with like like seth rogan yeah, seth rogan and the apatow crew yeah. For a minute and did like Your Highness and Danny McBride. Yeah. Our, Danny McBride I would say is his like most frequent yeah. collaborator of those guys. Jody Hill. Yeah. But I, I actually really like his first three movies like a lot. Uh, All uh, the Real Girls. George and, Washington and uh, uh, Undertow. Undertow, yeah. yeah. I always forget about Undertow. Or I always forget the name Undertow. Yeah. And then you did our brand is crisis, right? Yeah, which was not supposed to be good. And then that uh, that Al Pacino keymaker movie. <laughs> what was that? Manglehorn. <laughs> Manglehorn. Yeah, like he's it's, got the weirdest it's career. It's really yeah, it's a really weird. Uh... And then he's got yeah the Halloween trilogy. He's uh-huh. got a bunch of episodes of like Vice Principals and yeah. uh, Righteous Gemstones, which are two of the best TV shows. So yeah. Do you think we're the only people that remember Manglehorn? <laughs> I remember Maybe. when it came out. Like, the, the poster looks familiar. 
Well, the the soundtrack is probably this, okay. More, that's why I know it. Yeah, yeah. This, it's probably we more, have it at it's, work. Uh, <laughs> explosions, explosions. Of yeah. yeah, explosions of the sky. And then they did the Prince Avalanche soundtrack. Yeah, which is another. I movie remember that movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's David Gordon Green. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Halloween ends. I would say I, I like the main plot. It kind of deviates from the Jamie Lee Curtis storyline like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the weakest part about this movie is like the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff, like them kind of shoehorning that stuff into the plot. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was all right. Yeah, I thought it was mm-hmm. pretty fine. Yeah. Uh, the end is pretty silly, I think. Like the actual very yeah, because that's movie. when it comes back to the Laurie Strode stuff. Yeah, I want to watch them. Yeah, yeah. I, you... I think the first one's like pretty good. Yeah, and then the other two are like. Okay. I think if you're a fan of, like, like I said, like, brutal kills in, like, horror movies, there's some good ones. on Like, genuinely good ones that make me want those guys to do, like, an original horror movie that yeah. isn't indebted yeah, to, like, the Halloween legacy. Yeah. Because I feel like people would like, like, if that movie was just some other slasher movie or whatever, people would like it more. Right. Because it doesn't have the stigma of the Carpenter Halloween attached that, to it. Yeah. And they also feel like, they almost feel, like, obligated to squeeze in, like, important themes, kind of, just because of, that's, like, the horror landscape nowadays. Mm-hmm. To kinda... Yeah, the, the whole, there's that funny clip of Jamie Lee Curtis, like, promoting the first, <laughs> to the 2018 one, uh-huh. and she's like, well, it's about trauma, and uh-huh. then, and then, then you see her in, like, hundred different interviews saying well it's actually about trauma it's about trauma like and it's just it just goes on and on and on yeah. and it's just like all right i get it yeah <laughs> and that n- nothing against jamie lee curtis who's like good in the movies i uh, guess you yeah. know I, I i don't have any problems with her performance and she's generally good mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah uh, well yeah that's i think that's all i'll talk about as far as things i've seen well, we watched, like, a couple other, like, typical things we would watch, like, movies starring Billy Blanks, like, cheesy early 90s, late 80s action movies, like, we watched, uh, uh... TC2000. TC2000, which is kind of like a, uh, Demolition Man knockoff. No, and then we watched Expect No Mercy. Yeah. Uh, with Billy Blanks and Jalal Merhak. Yeah. Uh, oh, and what was the one, uh, Death Ring? Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Ring was pretty funny. D- Death Ring is basically like a, uh... Man, the most dangerous yeah, game. Yeah, the most dangerous game. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's like the most dangerous game, but with, uh, Patrick Swayze's brother. <laughs> yeah, listen to this cat. Okay. No, 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 no. I no, remember you telling me about this one. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely told you about this, I too. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Because... The, the poster and the DVD cover is just like Swayze, Norris, mm-hmm. uh, uh, McQueen. McQueen, and then Drago. Drago's the kind of outlier, I guess. Yeah. But like, but it's Billy the McQueen, Billy. Norris, and Swayze that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Patrick Swayze's brother, Don. Don Swayze. <laughs> Steve McQueen's son, Chad. And then... Chuck Norris's son Mike. Yeah, uh, and, and they have the audacity to market it with just their last that's name. So yeah. Funny. yeah, but that was a pretty good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all those movies usually like yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, 
So, yeah, that's all I've, I've watched lately that I can recall. Anything else that you... Uh, I mean, I got my full list. I, I, I can tell you all the stuff. I don't have to talk about stuff too much, but uh, rewatched 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, controversial opinion, pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, watched a couple of horror movies for our uh, weekly movie nights. So, Deliver Us from Evil with Eric Bana is a movie that we watched. Yeah, and Joe McHale. <laughs> Joe McHale. I didn't care for that Terrible movie. Terrible movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I've seen twice now. <laughs> Hated it both times. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other one we watched for that was uh, Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2 great movie yeah and then the thing which was my yeah. pick which was a genuinely great movie yeah a, yes a classic yeah. uh let's see i've also watched uh barbarian mm-hmm. which i thought was all right pretty good uh let's see a couple of the things i watched uh rewatched near dark uh i watched the keep the michael mann movie for the first time finally which he's one of my favorite directors weird movie uh not very good but cool to look at, I guess, and sound sounded cool, because Kendrick and Dream score is cool. Oh, nice. uh, I watched Dead Ringers for the first time. Really good movie. <laughs> and then... <laughs> oh, for some reason I thought you were talking about Death Ring. Right? Oh, <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> Dead Ringers, yeah. I, I did watch Death Ring, and I also watched Dead Ringers yeah. in the same month. Uh, Dead Ringers. The, uh, great movie. The twin it's, it's, gynecologist movie. Yeah. Very good movie. That's Probably my favorite Cronenberg movie. Uh, I watched Tetsuo the Iron Man. Insane movie. Very good movie, but very wild. Uh, have you ever heard of that one? I've heard of it. Okay. It's not uh, too familiar. It's it's basically like a mix of anime and body horror in like a live action movie. Ooh. It's wild. I mean, it's very like influential, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. A grotesque um, hybrid of flesh and rusty metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's it's very interesting. Um, and, and it's not long. No, it's it's only like an hour and five minutes or something like that. Yeah, uh, right. What else? Oh, we watched Moonfall. That sucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Wait, is that? That's the new one. Yeah. This year. Is, Patrick it, is it on streaming already? Uh, it's on HBO Max currently. Okay, and he's like he he's a failed astronaut. Yeah, don't watch okay. it. No, I, I, I put it on and I, I fell asleep in like like five minutes in. So I think all I got was he's a bad astronaut. Yeah, I, like I didn't realize that that was a movie about like an evil like species. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just I, like a natural like a disaster. disaster. Yeah, I thought, was, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just like yeah, the moon falls out of orbit and is headed towards yeah. Earth, but now uh, like. like time machine yeah it happens in the future yeah yeah but it's like about a like an alien race that takes over the moon right yeah sometimes i don't know i kind of like after reading that at the morning after i fell asleep it's it's real bad (laughs) because i love a, a a nice bad disaster movie yeah yeah you know i'm right there with you like even that that greenland one I heard that movie's actually. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I heard that movie's actually pretty good. It's streaming on something. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah, but this, yeah, Moonfall was just like, yeah, CGI sludge that I couldn't muster up enough energy to focus on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's really stupid. 
Um, and I, I, I do have like a fairly high tolerance for those kinds of movies also, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, Micah. So I was surprised how much I hated it because like I gave, I remember I watched Geostorm like totally by myself, terrible movie, but I watched it and I gave it like a one and a half stars on Letterboxd or something. Mm-hmm. And Andrew like was like, why'd you give it such a high score? <laughs> and I'm like, I gave it like one and a half stars, but he was like mad that I was like too generous to it. <laughs> Geostorm's very bad, but actually like a lot better than It's Moonfall. better than this, yeah. Is it, there a, like a, a top disaster movie that you, oh, maybe not like a good movie, but one that you actually just enjoy? Um... I mean, my go-to, I think, is just, like, Independence Day. Yeah. I I mean, I even have fun with, like, Day After Tomorrow oh, to a certain tomorrow, point, yeah. yeah. It's funny that Day After Tomorrow seems like a bona fide masterpiece right. yeah. next to Moonfall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a great film next to Moonfall. Uh, I do love 2012, because <laughs> I feel like it's so unfitting that it's John Cusack. Uh-huh. We saw that at a test screening. The the whole scene with the limo and they're just like jumping through cracked chunks of earth. Yeah. It's fantastic. I remember then there being a pretty funny scene where like there's like an like an older Russian man that is throwing his children on top of like a like a boat, yes. <laughs> like an ark of yeah. some kind. Yeah, because that's that that was the point towards the end is they have to get to the, the ark. Yeah. Right, right, the Ark. Yeah, I haven't seen that since. There, like in the last minute. Uh, when did that movie come out? It didn't come out in twenty twelve. It came out in like two thousand nine or ten. Yeah, uh, it was like right before, or like a year or two before twenty twelve. Yeah. when there were like a handful of people that were actually concerned something was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I remember that Russian child throwing scene being pretty funny. Um. Have you ever seen, either of you ever seen, like, the Poseidon Adventure or any yeah. of those, like, okay. 70s Yeah, the, those are fun. The OG Poseidon Adventure is mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Not Poseidon. My, my parents had shown me when I was little. Yeah. Just, yeah. It was, like, on TV. Same. I watched that as a kid. Yeah. But, remember Dante's Peak? Yeah, absolutely. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Yeah. Same year as Volcano. Is Dante's Peak the one where the old lady, like, walks through the, the, the really hot water? Yes. Dies <laughs> to yeah. like carry a baby. Yeah, yeah. It's like the one scene I remember. And then in Volcano, that's where uh, John Carroll Lynch is rescuing like a child, and he's walking through <laughs> the lava carrying the child, and he's like getting shorter and shorter because he's <laughs> being consumed like by the lava melting. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny scene. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, that that one with the rock wasn't terrible. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Where he's like a he's a rampage helicopter. No. Um, oh, uh, San Andreas. San Andreas. Oh, I never saw that with like Paul Giamatti. Yes. Yeah, I watched oh, that yeah, yeah, at yeah. our friend Brian's Ooh, house. Oh wait, actually, have you guys seen the Wave? No. Uh, no. Norwegian movie. It's really fucking cool. Like it's actually I, I would consider it like a pretty good disaster movie yeah okay uh just one that i found like looking at random stuff that was the wave a while ago yeah okay and oh, okay yeah i see it here it's all about like a portion of a mountain falling off into one of the fjords hmm. and it creates a giant wave. a big wave yeah yeah pretty good re- pretty good reviews too. it's it's pretty yeah. solid i'll have to check it out yeah hmm. um 
There was a movie I was going to bring. Oh, uh, underrated disaster movie. Although, I mean, I don't know how much. I don't know. Would you consider like the kaiju movies, like Godzilla and all that kind of stuff, like yeah. disaster movies, yeah. or at least disaster adjacent? Sure. Yeah. Um, I actually really like Godzilla. The twenty fourteen. I, I, I think that movie's really good. I love that whole series. Yeah. I think King of the Monsters really? is like one of the sickest movies. <laughs> okay. Ever like <laughs> that's the one with Kyle Chandler. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I can do and like Millie Bobby Brown. I'd say, like, their story thing I can care less about, but, like, if I can just watch, like, the fucking Mothra and everything go on... Yeah. I'm in. Nice. And there's a whole scene with Rodan that's super solid. Mm-hmm. I like those movies a lot. Have you ever seen the uh, Bong Joon-ho movie, The Host? Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. The Jaster movie. I'm trying to think of more disaster movies. Pacific uh, Rim, if we're, if we're going. Yeah, if you go, yeah. Yeah. Then, any, any movie where, like, whole cities get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is most of the Leveled. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, I mean, that's Roland. Yeah. He loves to take out, like, every major American landmark yeah. if he can do it. While uh, having his, like, sex parties on, like, yachts <laughs> in, like, <laughs> international waters and stuff. And Twister's still an alright time. Yeah, Twister's good. I love Twister. Twister's yeah. good. I mean, good maybe stretching it, but it's it's good fun. Yeah. for what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget that Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the the cameraman. He's the uh, no. He's like one of the stoner storm chasers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Something I was I actually I had Twister on the brain recently. Besides this, because um, um, I rewatched Near Dark, the Catherine Bigelow movie, mm-hmm. and like. R.I.P. Bill Paxton, one of the all-time greats. Mm-hmm. But like, did any like Bill Paxton was like a unicorn sort of because like he was an awesome character actor. Like, think about Aliens. Think mm-hmm. about all of his little roles that he mm-hmm. pops up in, like James Cameron movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he was also like a fully capable leading man. Like, yeah. not like I mean, like Twister or whatever. Like. He's not, like, amazing in that movie, but he's mm. a perfectly fine, solid leading man for what that movie requires. Totally. yeah. And, like, he was... He, he could do whatever he wanted, mm. basically, as an actor. Yeah. Great actor. Mm. Great actor. Two performances I just want to, like, mention. Uh, his, his character in uh, A Simple Plan, which is a really great movie, and uh, One False Move. Yeah, I want to see one false move. Yeah, highly recommended. I've not seen that one. Uh, That's a really good one. Uh, Directed by Carl Franklin, who did Devil in a Blue Dress. Okay. And uh, Out of Time. Uh, The surprise villain in Out of Time is very funny. uh, Because it's Dean Cain. Yeah. And it was the year 2003. And it blows my mind that Dean Cain was the villain in a major theatrically released movie in 2003. Like at this point, or in 2003, you'd think of Dean Cain as like a very direct-to-video kind of actor. Or like a TV actor. Yeah. Like he was probably like so stoked that he landed (laughs) that role. Uh, Hollywood conservative Dean Cain. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Micah, I think it's your turn. Yeah. Anything you've watched? Um... Besides Men with Brooms and The Time Machine. <laughs> That's all it's been. Uh, no, I, I mentioned uh, E.T. Mm-hmm. Just felt good to watch. Mm-hmm. It's such a warm movie. It made me cry. 
It's yeah. so good. Um, that opening scene with him in the bushes used to scare the shit out of me when I was little. I yeah. always knew it was coming, but like, it was scary. Uh, I did watch Terminator Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Just because when we were talking about time travel movies, yeah. I was like, I don't want to watch something a little bit of time travel on it now. Yeah. Um, and then... Great movie. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I haven't been really watching that many movies lately. I want mm-hmm. to start again soon, but Lorena and I, my wife... Uh, my wife. We, my wife. We are powering through uh, Desperate Housewives. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You told me yeah. about that the other day. We're on s- season four of eight. I It blows my mind that there's that much of that show. Um, uh, Wisteria Lane? Yes. Is that the name of the street yeah. from that? Okay. It's fantastic. It's uh, it's mm. far more self-aware than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm slowly watching the Andor series on Disney+. Plus. People like that. Uh, so far, it's far better than the Boba Fett one. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people have told me that, like, if you've been turned off by recent Star Wars stuff, that it would be this a is good one, the to, one to try to again. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, I mentioned before that I, I got an Xbox. So I've just been playing a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing? I haven't done in forever. Um, by myself, I, I'm doing Banjo-Kazooie. Mm-hmm. It's really hard on the level I'm at right now. Um, uh, Grim Fandango. Oh, Grim Fandango's fun. It's this is an old game. Sick. Yeah, it got remastered, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Skate 3. Uh, the Tony Hawk. Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster, mm. which is very fun. Still has the original soundtrack and stuff too, some, right? Yeah, it's like, With, like it's, Goldfinger. It's it's like mixed. So okay. it's, there's like some of the original stuff. So yeah, there's like Goldfinger, Primus, uh, and then some like new stuff. Can one of are on there. can one of you explain what these remasters are? Uh oh, to sure. Me? Yeah, so they just <clears throat> they literally just remake the game. They take like the they like update the graphics and oh, okay. some of the it controls looks prettier and stuff. The controls, yeah. yeah, it's oh, just okay. like like when a movie gets like a four K upgrade or whatever, they remaster mm-hmm. it. It's it's kind of like the gaming equivalent of that. Oh, okay. Just like a new restoration would be how I would describe it. But the uh, bones are basically the same. Because mm. yeah, I used to play Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two all the time. It's literally the exact same thing, but it's like prettier. Like oh, okay. All the goals are the exact same. All the things you have to find are in the same exact locations. Mm-hmm. Like I, I beat the game in two, two nights, just because like I had played it a million times. Yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Like I, st- I still know this. Power um, Man Five Thousand. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then Lorena and I just beat. Uh, it takes two. A co-op game. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. When a bunch of awards year came out, which was incredible. But lots yeah, I never of played. Lots, never played that. It's it's super rad. Uh, lots of gaming in my future, for the time being. Nice. I can always recommend you titles. I'm a bit of a gamer myself. Hell so yeah. Andrew's. Not. I'm not. Yeah, I don't have anything to recommend. I, I I haven't considered myself one forever, but as of the past month and a half now. Nice. Yeah, I am a gamer. We we did just like in the last like two three weeks. 
maybe even less than that, like a week and a half or so. But like very recently, as of this record, uh, hit the 20th anniversary of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Nice. Which would have been fun. Two, 2002, for, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which would have been fun for us to have done an episode on just that. That, yeah. That, that was such really like cool. a landmark game for I mean everyone that uh, we know. Basically. That's probably the last game I can think of that I... Wait, Vice City was 2002? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely remember getting that in like November of 2002 and playing it like nonstop. When did yeah. 3 come out? The one before that? Uh, 3 came out in 2001. Okay. Yeah. I believe. Because, yeah, I, I remember Vice City came out. I was too young to get it. But then mm. by the time San Andreas came out, we had a PS2. And yeah. My mom let me have it finally. Because so San Andreas was... Uh, is that was that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was like 05, right? I or 04. So. I was, yeah, I was probably yeah. in fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Vice City came out October 29th, 2002. Yeah. Uh, and then GTA 3 came out October 22nd, 2001. Okay. So the year before. Yeah, that's that. I, I want to get like the the pack on the Xbox remaster to, pack. To play they, so when that <laughs> we're getting, we're not getting <laughs> the, the gaming weeds out of it here. But when that came out, it got like horrible reviews. Really? The remaster, yeah. Oh, you know what? I remember that. It was like super lazily done, and um, they've I guess made a lot of updates to it, and it's supposedly like pretty good now. Solid. If you like want to play those games again. I had them on PS2. I'd play Vice City again. Vice City was fun. Yeah, Vice City was the best one, I think. I mean, I, I loved 3 a lot, too. Yeah. But, uh, and I never did the missions. I just dicked around. Yeah. My my, my brother would beat the game, so I can just have the world open and uh-huh. whatever I want. Yeah. 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 Was... just get cheats and get, like, a jetpack. And... Yeah. yeah. It was always the best feeling when you uh, finally unlocked, like, the the last like chunk of the world to play in mm-hmm. and then you could literally just stop doing the story mm-hmm. and just like do Run whatever around. you wanted yeah because yeah. yeah like in san andreas i think one of the last places you get is like the whole like desert area yeah a lot yeah and las vegas yeah. yeah or whatever the equivalent of las Definitely, vegas yeah. is yeah yeah vegas is that what it was called it's something like that ah yeah vice city i cool just game. remember like the soundtrack uh no well i mean yeah i do remember the soundtrack pretty well uh i remember driving around to like you got another thing common by judas priest and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh but uh and i think of fascination by the human league yeah that's sure. the that's the song i most associate with really vice city yeah uh mine might be either the judas priest song or like dance all days oh yeah by Wang Chung. Mm-hmm. So Vice City takes place in the eighties, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like the, it's like the Scarface mm-hmm. one of yeah. the Grand Theft Auto series. <clears throat> now I remember uh, the thing most from San Andreas. I would just, uh, I would just like skydive out of airplanes and yeah. try and land on like pointy buildings in San Francisco and stuff like that. I'm just trying to impale my character. It never really worked, but like, I would just try to find funny ways to Uh die, basically. That's pretty much what me and my neighbor would do. We would play death, where we would just take turns like whoever can die in the coolest way. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's the beauty of those games. Because in Vice City, you, uh, I remember you could, like, 
like damage your car so much that it would be like on the verge of exploding mm-hmm. and you always knew like right before it was going to blow up so i would do jumps while i was like about on to fire. explode and on fire yeah because when you do like a cool jump it cuts to like slow-mo and it shows different angles of your car <laughs> and so i would just try and get my car to blow up like in slow motion mid jump yeah. so you can see it <laughs> different angles yeah i never did the missions i just tried to do well, a lot whatever of it, I wanted. Like, I don't know how recently either of you have played those games, but like the long, missions and stuff time. are not very good. Like some of them are like funny or you know, like the writing on them is okay, but like the actual gameplay in those games, like the shooting and stuff, bad. Really? It's bad. Yeah, and it, it was like it was like a criticism of those games for a long time that like they never updated their like shooting mechanics uh-huh. and like the actual combat system and stuff like that. Um, but, like, the world was so, like, lit, you know, like, lived in, and so much fun to just do whatever you wanted to, that, like, those games are classics. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's... <laughs> so, so game talk. Yeah. Game talk. Probably won't be the first time we'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk video games at some point. Yeah, we could probably do a 2002 video game episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we definitely could. Yeah. I think we, we talked about doing that once yeah. so i'm sure that will happen at some point yeah uh 2002 would be a cool year to do uh games <laughs> are you looking at a list of yeah, video games really good metroid prime um uh tony Hawk's pro skater 4 uh mafia ratchet and clank jet set radio future resident evil need oh, for speed I have to be on the jet metroid radio. fusion sly cooper uh, Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, the first Kingdom Hearts. That's that's actually is that true? Yes. The first Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom of Hearts. <laughs> I don't even know. Kingdom of Hearts. Kingdom of Hearts. I just said, is it King? Is it Kingdom of Hearts? King, no, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings. A couple Star Wars games. Hmm. The Thing. Yeah, a Thing video game. It's. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible game. That's, that's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, let's do a video game episode. Oh, well, yeah. I'm down. I, I actually for it. still down. play yeah. video games, yeah. So, should we move on to the main films? I'm down. Well, let's do it, yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's start with Men with Brooms, because we go in alphabetical order whenever we do, like, a double feature. Men with Brooms would be first. That's an M. Yeah. It's before T. Uh, Men with Brooms. Who who was familiar with this movie before seeing it? Or who... I was going to say who saw it in theaters, but none of us saw this in theaters. No, no. Nobody saw this movie in theaters. It was released, but not very uh, widely. This is just a movie that I like always think of as being one of those movies you see at video rental stores it's a video store like the early 2000s like i would see it at uh, like blockbuster and hollywood mm-hmm. video and just be like did this movie go straight to dvd or <laughs> did it come out in theaters uh but it did get a limited theatrical release uh yeah it on did um, march 8th yeah march 8th it, yeah. i i don't know how many theaters exactly Mm-hmm. Uh, it also got released in Canada on March 8th, uh, probably wi- more widely in yeah. Canada, mm-hmm. which does have its own, like, entertainment ecosystem that yeah. 
we don't really get all of, but yeah. we get a handful of them. But like, like Degrassi being like, yeah, yeah. one of the the main like imports that has kind of snuck into the lexicon mm-hmm. here. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so we all watched it for the first time this last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a movie I just knew of for the last like probably like fifteen. Yeah. years or whatever just seeing it at, yeah like hollywood video same here blockbuster and i watched just it like you this morning i also fresh in my head like yeah. finished it early like probably like five hours ago yeah <laughs> i watched it a few days ago and I, yeah. so i've just been marinating <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. lot to think about uh i i will say i did find this the soundtrack to this movie on cd like i don't know late 2000s and i gave it to one of my friends brian for his birthday one year just like as a joke did you i don't remember yeah. that yeah and uh music by the tragically hit uh yeah pretty pretty some some new pornographers on there too yeah new yeah pornographers <laughs> were on there. i definitely noticed that yeah, pretty early 2000s soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. But, like, more Canadian. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because even yeah, the new Canadian. pornographers are, like, mostly Canadian, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so well, should we give a brief plot description for... Do the elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, curling. An old, an old curler dies. An old, and, an old curling man. An old curling man. <laughs> A broomsman. <laughs> Maybe we should start with a a curling team reunites. Yeah. Uh, at the request of their former coach, of, of who former has recently coach. died. Yeah. Uh, Which bad narration. Uh, the, yeah. The that narration really me off in the beginning. I was like, what, what, what very clumsy uh, narration. Yeah. At the beginning, because it doesn't it doesn't sound like a real person. No. Like it, it feels like. I don't, I don't even know how to describe what I'm trying to say about it, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I got I got him back on the team, and uh, it, you know, and it so, also what the fuck is this? didn't. I, I was just gonna say it didn't even really need the narration. No. I feel like they could have just shown those scenes, and we would have gathered what but was wasn't going the, on. The narration also like the video, yeah, that it, being shown of his will. Yeah, it was. Supposed to be the uh, like the audio from the video will, yeah. but it also doesn't really make sense if you listen to it super closely as like the audio from that video. Yeah. Like it is definitely also supposed to serve as just like the narration mm-hmm. for the movie. It was really bad that narration. <laughs> the narration <laughs> maybe oh, makes... there's old Julie doing taking care of her son and <laughs> yeah. my venereal. Disease team. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> you don't remember he described the curling team as, uh, like a team so bad he treated them like a venereal disease? Oh. I don't know. The humor in this movie is terrible. <laughs> was, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think the first thing that threw me off was the CGI beavers in the very beginning. Yeah. Bad, bad beavers. That's... <laughs> I, 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 was pre- I was like, what the fuck? I was prepared for the worst <laughs> at that point. Like, when I, you, when you like, see that awful beaver, like, like chewing on the, the tree and then look at the camera, yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I, I fully thought it was going to be, like, a spoof movie. 
about curling, like a, a like a spoof, like a like a sports, spoof. like a naked gun, because kind of... Leslie Nielsen, yeah, was in it. yeah, like dodgeball, but for curling, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like a fairly earnest. It's just sports. like a drama, yeah, yeah. It yeah. felt like a lifetime movie. Yeah, it's like a sports movie slash rom com. It did make me want to try curling. It looked it, those scenes looked fun. I mean, I will say I learned more about curling than I ever have watching this Absolutely. movie. Absolutely, uh-huh. runner. Or something? I think that was one of the positions. Uh, Dan, I don't remember the Dan, position. Dan, you're a curling man. <laughs> Not a curling man. <laughs> I uh, have watched some curling. It's fun to watch like in the like Winter Olympics or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but uh, yeah, so this, this team uh, at the request of their former late, like, former coach who just passed away uh reunites to win like a big curling tournament the the golden broom the golden broom yeah uh and they put his ashes inside of one of the stones one of the stones yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so what does the the coach want them to do he's like the one thing i want is for my former team to reunite and whip themselves into shape and win the golden broom and to have my ashes which are inside of the stone put on the button on the button on the button which at the beginning of the movie i didn't know what the button was it's like the center the, the center yeah yeah because i was watching this i was like well, i'm gonna have to wait and see what the button means because i don't know what that means yeah yeah there's a few things there's a lot of words that they said <laughs> well Fuck. they definitely were not marketing this movie at all towards like Americans. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. just like they're just fully just making a movie about what they knew. Yeah. Or, you know. So it must have been like a bigger hit over there than they were anticipating. I mean I guess it got released here the same day. I think the only reason it got like any kind of release here is because they have Leslie Nielsen in it. Yeah, the Nielsen factor. Right. Um, Was it at a festival of some kind? I mean it must have been. Um, I mean, I don't have any, like, notable American festival. Uh, the Edmonton International Film Festival is, like, where it premiered in Canada, but that's not, like, a film festival I know of. Yeah. It's just, uh, I just assume that it got, I'm sure it only got released in, like, one or two theaters here, if that. Um, yeah, I don't remember. It may have only been for, like, a weekend, even. Yeah, I don't remember it playing around here back then. No. Yeah, so it's like a like a sports comedy and yeah, like kind of a rom rom com. I do think that it has a little too much too much character stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh too much personality for like all the members of the Yeah. Like well like everyone's got their own like thing it, they're they're going. It to. feels like enough material for a like a show. It, no, totally. Which, right, it, which it, they it later a become yeah. a show, but I think and the, the reviews for that are like people liked the show. A lot. Oh, really? Yeah, and that yeah, I did read about that, and that was like eight years after mm-hmm. the movie or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Well, like okay, so there's some of the characters have maybe enough to facilitate having a subplot. <laughs> yeah, but then like, but then there's like characters like like very secondary characters that have storylines that you're like why why do i need to know this like why is that in the movie so you've got jed reese 
with his infertility or yeah. with his yeah, they're you trying know, to have a baby. That so, Yeah. So the the rink, the main team, they all have issues. Yeah, like he's got fertility problems. The one guy has a bad marriage. Low sperm count. Yeah. Yeah. Bad the marriage. other guy is, is a, a drug, drug dealer. dealer who has uh, some friends in low places that yeah. are after him. Thugs after almost him. could kill a guy in the beginning. Yeah, they do almost kill a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's an odd... When that happened, I was like, wait, what? what is this movie about? Yeah, tonally, I was like... "Yeah, Where's the curling? Yeah. The guy with marriage problems is easily the worst, most forgettable member yeah, of the yeah. team. Because he's, like, not funny. Not that anyone's, like, funny in this. <laughs> but, like, the others are doing, like, a character. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, they're acting a little bigger. Yeah. Like, and that guy is just kind of like, oh, well, I'm here, yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the fourth guy or yeah. whatever, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, he, he's he got a bad marriage. Jed, what, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just on the subject of the bad marriage. What about that bizarre uh, sex scene? Oh, and she's like, his, depart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the wife? Like, wait, pause. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, where she... Yeah. Weird scene. Yeah, she's cheating on her um, husband. Whatever that guy It took me a minute to first, uh, like, to catch on at first. Uh-huh. I thought that was just the character, like like the guy. Yeah. Like that's what they were doing. And I was yeah. like, oh, wait, no, that's not him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they've all got their own problems that they're contending with. The one girl's an uh, astronaut. Yeah, and th- that's another thing. Like, why do we need like the these other characters? Why do we need to know what's going on with them? Like, I did make a couple notes for the movie from what I could, and one of my only ones is I have no idea what's going on with this NASA thing. Why is NASA. she an astronaut, and why do we need to why know does that? It matter? Yeah. yeah, and not only okay because she doesn't even go, she goes to space, but she's going to space after the events of the movie uh-huh. end. So it's yeah. like they just keep talking about her going to space, and I'm like, well, okay, well then none of it matters that. Like, she doesn't need to be an astronaut. Yeah. Then why do we need to cut away to scenes with NASA where they're talking about her mission and she's not even in those scenes? Why do we have NASA guys in the movie? Yeah. Well, it's not... Is it NASA? No, it's... like the Canadian version of NASA? NASA? But it was still American Space Association. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Canada is still part of America. Yeah. But, yeah, but like five minutes of the movie are... Those characters, the dudes talking in the office, the not NASA yeah. guys, yeah. And then, then there's like the scenes with the like the town um, cop, yeah. Oh yeah. And what, like, why do we need to know about her stuff? Yeah, I don't know. This movie's like full of. I mean, I think maybe they correctly realized that they couldn't fill even a ninety-minute movie with just the <laughs> because I thought this movie was gonna be like kind of like follow most like sports movies where they have to go through like a series of tournaments mm-hmm. to like work their way up mm-hmm. to the big one but they don't they do like one curling event and then then yeah. the next one's the big one yeah, yeah. You know? and then they get good all of a sudden yeah did you realize how uh during the last tournament or whatever the spectators were just getting like blasted or the the announcers the announcers yeah, yeah. and then yeah. that's another thing yeah. at one point in cut there was like four <laughs> beers on the table and i was like that's kind of funny i was like the next one there was like six beers and then the, he had like a, a little mini shot bottle so yeah. like, well <laughs> it starts with like pepsi yes they yeah. show there's a full close of a pepsi yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, no that announcer was in the movie throughout but then like 
all of a sudden he became like a bigger character. Yeah. And it, he had this like running gag where he was like, like drinking increasingly drinking. harder. Stuff. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, was that established earlier in the movie that he, this character liked to, I didn't to drink? Because I, like, I guess that would be kind of funny, I suppose. I mean, that is one of this movie's like uh, most fleshed out comedy ideas is that this character. I think is so excited by what he's watching that he has to keep. He's just getting more and more. Yeah, he has to like tamp. He has to like get drunker or whatever. Yeah. But like, why does he start out with a Pepsi and also why does it show us like the Pepsi can? Yeah, like so the, clearly. Like, yeah. like, there's no way Pepsi like paid to be yeah. in this movie or anything. Yeah, but that like whole joke just kind of like showed up at the end of the movie. Yeah, it, it feels very shoehorned in because yeah. they're like, oh, because the the last like. 30 minutes of the movie are pretty light on comedy. Like, I mean, not that... Yeah. <laughs> like, not that the movie's, like, rich comedy. with it. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah. yeah. Do you recognize the guy that played Juggernaut? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we were talking about that, I think, earlier, off mic. Yeah. He's the... History uh, of Violence. The henchman yeah. from History of Violence. I knew it looked familiar, and I was like, this, I know this guy's face. Yeah, I was thinking the he's... same thing. Like, where do I know this guy from? And, yeah, he's the guy... Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, one of the in criminals the, the that gets shop. killed in the coffee shop, yeah. And then the guy that played, I don't remember his name, James? The drug dealer guy? The uh, guy with the stupid hat? Yeah, with the hat and, like, the beard. Yeah. The guy that, like, looks like Gary Oldman? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I didn't recognize him from anything. He was in one of the Saws. I think, like, I did, Saw 4 or I five. did look up a few of their filmographies. Like, the oh, that's funny, because the... The bad guy from History of Violence is also in Saw. Yeah, yeah that's right. Like yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. of these so... actors are in the Saw movies, and I think some of the actresses also. Oh, really? I mm-hmm. did notice that there was a lot of crossover between this and the Saw movies, Same as far as casting goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen Jigsaw just like murder everyone <laughs> right. at the end of this movie. That would have been very interesting to us. <laughs> just shows oh. up. Uh, <laughs> he like. He, like, makes Jed Breeze cut off, like, his leg or something like that. <laughs> Can't have a baby, huh? Can't have a walk without a leg. How badly do you want a baby? <laughs> um, but, yeah, Jed Reese we recognize from uh, Galaxy Ringer. Quest and The Ringer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also remember him from, uh, I don't know if either of you... Remember this show at all on Showtime, the Chris Isaac show? Yeah, I remember it. Do you remember that? I didn't watch it, but I remember it, yeah. I remember watching a little bit of it because my dad liked Chris Isaac. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was on that show. Yeah, I definitely recognized him from Galaxy Quest and yeah. The Ringer, for sure. Yeah. I used to watch the movie all the time. For sure, those two movies I remember that guy from. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so it's pretty much your standard issue sports comedy for the most part like they're they're bad at first and then they train and it's actually about trauma it's about trauma yeah it's about well it's about trauma twice yeah uh and then there's just you know a lot of character stuff you know them overcoming their various issues trauma uh-huh yeah uh and, you know, then the big tournament happens, and they, they pull it off. He, he smashes the other dude's stones, and... Yeah. 
the the stone breaks and the the ashes spill themselves onto the the button the button yeah mm-hmm. right on the button right on the button just as the coach uh, wanted mm-hmm. uh, we we haven't talked about this you know on mic since we've talked about this movie but it has to be mentioned that this movie was directed and written by Paul Gross who also is the lead in this movie mm-hmm. um, who I have known for a very long time because he was on the show Due South. Do you remember Due South? I never watched Due South. This this was a Canadian show that was big over there and then had a couple seasons aired over here on CBS. And it was basically like about a Mountie who comes to Chicago to, I think, solve his father's murder. Uh, It was like a TV movie over there, I believe, in Canada, and then got turned into a show, and then it just continued as a series over here and was about a Mountie who worked with a Chicago detective to solve murders, or, you know, crimes. And is it, it's starring the same guy? It's starring Paul Gross, the the lead from Men With Brooms. He's the Mountie. Mr. Cutter. uh, Yeah, Cutter. Uh, Bo Starr, who is Mike Starr's brother. Mm-hmm. character actor Mike yeah. Starr from like Dumb and Dumber he's yeah. like one of the he's like one of the like hitmen in Dumb and Dumber the like the guy who dies in the diner oh the guy with the, the, the spicy shit yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, with the ulcer his brother is in this movie and is was also on Due South Bo okay. Star. Who, who who is he again in this I don't remember him at all I think okay. it was like a small role his character name let's see he was a lieutenant on Due South, so he had a pretty big role. So he must have gotten friend, become friends with uh, Paul Gross, who is Got it. that guy. But uh, yeah, from this, he was Scott Blendick. <laughs> I don't know. Scott Blendick. <laughs> I don't know if that helps any, but... <laughs> no. He's, he's billed pretty far down the list, so he must have just been like, yeah, I'll come shoot for a day or whatever on your yeah. weird curling movie <laughs> because that guy's american both star right. is american yeah uh so yeah that that's basically men with brooms i think leslie nielsen is someone's dad yeah leslie leslie nielsen plays paul gross's dad really in this movie too much no <laughs> i was like all excited to see leslie nielsen when he showed up and uh, I was like, man. I, I was hoping for like this like like blast of energy, and I was just thinking like he's gonna do goofy Leslie Nielsen stuff, and like, yeah, it's probably not gonna be like funny, but it's gonna be like kind of funny just because yeah. it's Leslie Nielsen. And then yeah. no, like he's he's not really even trying to be all that funny in this. Yeah, like, which I know that is kind of Leslie Nielsen's like. Yeah, the thing that that the, he plays it so straight that it's funny. yeah. Right. Yeah. But it also wasn't... There was nothing there for Leslie Nielsen to do, really. Like, I think the funniest it got for Leslie Nielsen is when he was, like... In uh, the pool? In the pool, when sure. When he was at the end of the Honestly, movie and, like, getting stretched. <laughs> the scene where he first, like, does a curl. Uh-huh. D- does a curling? I don't know. He curls. Is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he gets stuck. And he's like, how's my form? And his son's <laughs> like... Pretty good, I think. And he goes, okay, because I think I'm staying here. That made me laugh. I was like, okay. Good joke. Yeah. I get it. I guess where he was like like milking a cow when he's first. Oh, yeah. No, he he, Uh, he he had his arm in the butt. Prostate. Yeah, Yeah. he's like, 
I gotta massage the prostate or something like that. He's like, I've got my hand in a cow sphincter. Like <laughs> oh, that. sphincter, yeah. 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 Uh, and, like, that's, I guess, kind of funny, because that's... I don't know. It was pretty Ed Miller, too. Yeah. I'd say that's the closest I came to laughing at this movie, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't even laugh. <laughs> no, I was just like, oh, sphincter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh... Movie's not very good. <laughs> no, uh, so not. goddamn boring. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's an hour and forty-five minutes long, and we don't need to know that much about all the, the characters, the whole town. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to know that much about the town. It really did feel like a season of a shitty show mm-hmm. condensed yeah. into one film. Um, I'm just gonna say I'll give this movie a D, and I feel like I might be generous. <laughs> With that D. Uh, I'm a D minus. Okay. I think. I mean, it, it, I don't want to, like, I'll influence go, you by yeah, it. Go, Whatever go. your heart says. I had a good time. Okay. I was really bored. Yeah. But I was really hungover today, and, like, I was watching a boring movie when I was hungover. Like, I felt like my brain just kept up easier today. Yeah. You were charmed to a degree. Yes. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Uh, my, my heart was warmed by the end. Okay. Yeah. It did Everyone kind of feel like a Hallmark movie. Completely. And I, I, at some point, I just viewed it like that. I was yeah. like, yeah. this is Lifetime Channel. Uh, my mom put this on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can like understand being like, I'm, I'm, I'm at home sick today. Yeah. yeah. Like a Hallmark movie with like cursing and sex and yeah. Molly Parker. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about Molly Parker. Yeah. She's in this. She's probably like the most well-known person to come yeah. out of this. Obviously, besides Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Um. I mean, she's great on Deadwood. Mm-hmm. My favorite show of all time. Um, we talked about Deadwood last time I was here too. Yeah. I still haven't watched it. You gotta watch it. Uh, it's a pretty breezy watch. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah. Like, and she is clearly like watching this. Like, clearly the most talented actor it's in the movie. The best performance. Oh yeah, in the and movie. she's an alcoholic. Her character yeah, is an like alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, all the characters in this movie have like a problem, a thing that they're you know an issue that they're working through. Now, what what is our main character's problem? Commitment? He's a, uh, he cheats he, in sports? Yeah, we really yeah. don't know too much about yeah. what his, uh, his not, complexities... Not wanting to be like his father? Yeah, he, he cheated, and that's really all we know about him. And yeah. then he skipped town, and he was I like guess ashamed. commitment, yeah. I don't know, like, he didn't, he didn't really give himself too much... Too much of a character flaw. Because yeah, that guy also wrote and directed this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Gross. Paul Gross. Uh, who is the... F- did anybody watch uh, Mindhunter? We, uh, well, I know you did, Dan. Yeah. Did you watch... Uh, I watched Bitch and Pieces. I, I, I never ah, got all the way in it. Uh, Paul Gross is the father of Hannah Gross, who is the uh, like the actress who's like the, the love interest in the first season of that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And who's in some other Canadian stuff I've seen. Oh, yeah. Anybody have anything else to add about Men with Brooms? Not particularly. Um, I will say if th- if this movie hadn't existed, I could see like a movie like this existing a little later on as like a like a Will Ferrell sports comedy, like a response to it being big in the Olympics and everything. And yeah, the, like the, the matching outfits and uh-huh. totally. Yeah. Like a Blades of Glory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if, yeah, like if it were a Will Sports, Will Ferrell movie, it would 
probably not take curling as seriously as oh this no movie definitely does, not but it would probably be a lot funnier <laughs> yeah. yeah even though like canada would be like this movie's not good <laughs> <laughs> it would probably also be called men with brooms though yeah it, yeah it could be, right? yeah it could just have the same yeah. title uh yeah not not a good one but not not the worst thing we've watched so far no not Definitely even the worst not. thing we've watched on this episode Uh, is it is it better than Dragonfly? It's better no, than Dragonfly. I think it's better than Dragonfly. I think it's also better than The Time Machine. I, I Even though I really enjoyed our episode on Dragonfly, yeah. sure, I fucking yeah. hate that, that movie. Realize <laughs> I think Dragonfly like movie at all. Dragonfly is a huge turd. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movie I think we've watched. So this far. okay. The same uh, thing no. happened though. Is where I have a memory of watching these movies when I not yeah Man with Brooms, but. Uh, Time Machine, Time Machine, and yeah. Dragonfly when I was younger, and being like, "Damn, this shit's yeah. deep. This shit's sick. It's having a blast. <laughs> this is awesome." And then you, watching both of them, I'm like, and is, then you, "Is anything gonna happen?" And then like, you rewatch it twenty yeah. years later, and it's terrible. Is there anything? Uh, do we want to do uh, talk about box office or reviews for? Uh, I'm I'm looking at some letterbox reviews. Yeah, and uh, this one says uh, this is the only film that Canadians are allowed to watch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, I read a bunch of the reviews on Letterbox too for it, just because I was curious. Like, well, who's out there watching this movie besides us for this stupid reason? Uh, Curtis L. gave it one star and said, they really do be men with brooms, though. You can't <laughs> argue that. That's no. a pretty good review. Uh, I mean, we, I guess we can go over the box office, but there's not, like, all, you know, obviously not a lot to talk about there. Mm -hmm. So it opened March 8th. Uh, it opened at number 23 that weekend. Wow. It was in 207 theaters. So more than I, you know, thought. Uh, made $656,000. I don't know exactly what it made about, I mean, just doing quick math here, it made about $1.5 in the States total. Hmm. Uh, but it did $4.2 domestically, so obviously the rest of that was Canada, yeah. I assume. Yeah, no, I mean, it didn't do well, but it didn't... I mean, actually, considering how many theaters it was released in, that's not that bad. I yeah. guess. I don't know. Maybe it is. I mean, it's more than I would have thought this movie made. Yeah. I mean, this movie probably was a financial success because I doubt they, if they made, if they made $4 million on it plus like home video shit, like it probably is, they probably spent less than that on this. It yeah. doesn't look like an expensive movie. That's no. For sure. It looks horrible. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a 2000s era lifetime movie. <laughs> Hallmark. Yeah. Channel. Um, and you have the Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I have actually no idea what this movie would have got. Because I don't remember reading reviews uh, back we, then. We, we guessed this? We Yeah, we yeah. this is the game. Yeah, we guessed the Rotten Tomatoes score. And uh, I, I honestly have no idea. Because I don't even remember reading reviews back then. I maybe remember seeing like an Entertainment Weekly review back then that was like a C or something like that. Like a C minus. So that's my only point of reference for the reviews. I'm going to say 39. Okay. I was going to say 47. Okay. Well, I, I looked before I could come up with a guess. So I will uh, uh, recuse myself. Yeah. Um, 
57 percent ah it's pretty high high, yeah yeah. there are a a surprising amount of positive reviews here like and not even from like small critics like i don't know like the guy from empire magazine gave it a positive review uh denver post critic gave it a positive review uh Peter Howell from the Toronto Star. Okay, all right, maybe not Peter. <laughs> Peter, Peter Howell's opinion doesn't count. Mm. Uh, but like, yeah, kind of surprising to me because um, I thought this movie was pretty bad, mm-hmm. but <laughs> quite bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, people seemed somewhat charmed by it. So yeah, maybe that speaks to what you were saying, Micah, where there's like something about it that's slightly diffusing at the very least yeah maybe not totally. like good but like it's like well i didn't yeah. have a straight up bad time yeah yeah i mean i got through the whole thing i'll yeah. say that yeah. yeah i mean i i yeah i got through the whole thing i did like check the uh runtime fairly often <laughs> i i tried not to just to see how yeah. it felt i'm like i just kept like snacking and like getting up and yeah getting some candy or something i, I did check it every like 10 minutes or so. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that is m- more well-reviewed than I would have expected. Yeah, kind of surprising. Yeah. Well, we did it. We could ch- check off Men with Brooms off the list. Oh, another successful episode. Wait, what's that? <laughs> We've got another movie? <laughs> the Time Machine. Amazing movie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'd like to go back in time to when I hadn't seen this fucking movie. Uh, so, here's what I'll say. Because, you know, we always say, did you see this movie in theaters? I did not see this movie in theaters. And I also had zero interest in seeing this movie in theaters. Back then and for the last 20 years. <laughs> Uh, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on, like, DVD, I think. Yeah. Back then. Uh, and I was, like, I would say, like, a Guy Pierce fan, mm-hmm. sort of, because Memento had just come out, and I thought that movie was, like, the coolest. And still, this movie, like, was had no appeal to me. I couldn't have been less interested in seeing this movie. Well, it got very bad reviews, and we were... At that time, nerds about reading movie reviews. Yeah. So, like, we were certainly swayed by that, I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I suppose, correctly mm-hmm. um, in the end. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that would have been that would have been a reason why I wouldn't have gone to see it in theaters. Because you would think, like, this kind of adventure movie, big mm-hmm. sci-fi special effects spectacle would be the kind of thing that would convince a 14 year old boy mm-hmm. to like want to go see it opening weekend and and i didn't go yeah you like this movie when you were a kid though right yeah but i think it was just like either on tv or we had rented it or something mm. and so it was cool yeah yeah I, I liked the creatures yeah i still liked them i thought they were in the movie a lot more <laughs> the, yeah. the morlocks that was like a, a 10 minute scene yeah uh-huh yeah i never wanted to see this movie and i think if i didn't do a podcast where we watched every movie that came out in the year 2002 i would probably never see this movie (laughs) Uh yeah 
Uh, that's, that's probably true. I don't know why you would have otherwise, besides this show. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, okay, so we're, we're about to probably say a lot of negative things, but I do want to, I, I do have, like, one thing I'd like to yeah. praise about it. Sure. Um, I, I thought it looked all right. Yeah. Yeah, like, I also thought the same thing, but as far as, like, early 2000s special effects go, it's not that bad. Right. I mean, watching it, I was like, wow, they actually shot, like, on some locations for mm-hmm. a lot of this. Yeah. The cinematography's not, like, completely awful, and it it's, like, well lit. Mm-hmm. Looks like a real movie, like... Yeah. And, and they use practical effects for, like, the creatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not... Like, I what I was thinking about while watching it was just, like, wow, if they made this movie, like, exact same movie, but now... It would be 100% CGI. Yeah. Yeah. And it would look so terrible and cheap. Yeah. And this doesn't. Like, I mean, it doesn't look, like, great, Mm -hmm. but, like, it looks like what you would expect for, like, a, you know, like a special effects movie from 2002. Mm -hmm. But probably maybe even, like, a cut above the rest for back then. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly, it's not, it's, yeah, it it really doesn't look all that bad. Yeah. Which surprised me. Yeah, the only time I thought it, like, didn't look great was, uh, like, earlier on when um, he's traveling through time and it kind of, the camera kind of zooms, kind of zooms you out. You get, like, the, like the time-lapse scene? You see the time-lapse of yeah. the skyscrapers being built and, you know, it zooms out even further to see the Earth and then you oh, get, like, yeah. the satellites. Like, that looked, it looked pretty bad, but mm-hmm. of course it would back then. Right. But, yeah, the, the creatures, you know, they don't look great, but they weren't terrible. It wasn't like Scorpion King uh, exactly. from the Mummy Returns level. If or they had like tried to do that, it would have looked ten times worse. Yeah. You, you can tell they only did, like, the CGI when it was, like, a running scene for yeah. the creatures. And that, that it looked kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. The chase scene where he's fighting the first one he beats. Yeah. Like I was, the, I was intrigued by the creatures point. were clearly like practical, but with like uh-huh. CGI modifications. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of nice. It was refreshing to watch a movie that clearly had you yeah. know practical effects bones to it and mm-hmm. stuff, which was yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of where my <laughs> my <laughs> your phrase, phrase ends, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not good, but I don't know if I was in the right for thinking, like, that this is a movie I should never see, because it's, it's not like an F movie. <laughs> it's close. It's close. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty damn close, I'll say, at least never mind. <laughs> but it's not, like, the worst movie. Mm-hmm. No, um, it's, I, I think it's in my bottom five for 2002 so far yeah. on this show. But it, it, to me, it's, it's. It's not on the snow dogs and um, rollerball tier. Which no, is like no, the no. worst of the worst. Or so dragonfly, in my opinion. That was my next question. It, it, it's, I, it, it's better than dragonfly. Uh, I have it, yeah, just above dragonfly. Say, yeah, on my list. Yeah, I'm the big dragonfly hater. On this show. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> everything we've watched so far is better than dragonfly. <laughs> rollerball is not better than dragonfly. Dragonfly, or I'm sorry, Rollerball is at least, like, more interesting than... I think you have the rose-colored glasses because of the boy yo yoings <laughs> from Rollerball. That could be true. Uh, 
But if you were to say right now, would you rather watch Rollerball or Dragon? Oh, well, that's a different you. question entirely. Doesn't mean it's better. But... Mm. Well, Dragonfly's awful. <laughs> okay. All right. No, okay. I can't argue that. I don't know why I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, elevator pitch for Time Machine. Sure, it's a remake of H.G. Wells, or it's a, another version of H.G. Wells' Time mm-hmm. Machine, the book. Yeah. So, basically, in this movie, uh, a an inventor travels back in time to change the past because his... Uh, Partner? His partner, potential, I was going to say fiance, but fiance. yeah, the love of his life was was murdered. So he he travels back in time to change the past. <laughs> Killed by a mugger in a very <laughs> stupid <Yeah>. scene. <laughs> uh, I then, love when that guy's like, "Why'd you do that?" and runs away. <laughs> yeah, and then by a horse drawn carriage. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I thought this movie moved along a lot quicker than Men with Brooms. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah Almost well, too quick, though. Yeah, like, I there there was definitely a time, like, because I, I had to, I started last night, and then uh-huh. I had to stop, because I got tired. Mm-hmm. I was also bored. <laughs> but I was also, like, very tired, because you know, I had worked all day, and I was like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to turn this off and finish it tomorrow before the podcast. And, uh, so I, I, I got to my stopping point and I looked at the, the like pause time uh-huh. and I was like an hour and seven minutes <laughs> into an hour and like 30 minute movie. Yeah. I was like, huh, it, it moves. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, this is wrapping up soon? Cause it I moves. feel like we haven't even gotten into anything. Yeah. It moves fairly quick, but uh, I don't know. I did think when I was watching this that it was maybe somewhere like. It, like a C C minus kind of movie until it gets to the Morlock stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when it gets like totally uninteresting. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'd rather go like fold clothes than <laughs> watch this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeremy Irons. God. <laughs> I hope he got I feel, paid over. Yeah. He I looks mean, he, terrible. Yeah. He had to have been financing a house or something <laughs> for this. Uh, but, uh... He's only in the movie for, like, five minutes. I'd love to know what like. he got paid nine, for. Yeah, it really is. Nine minutes tops. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This was... I mean, this was in Jeremy Irons' will is for hire mode. Because he was also yeah. in, like, Dungeons and Dragons the year before. Yeah. So... And probably some other bad stuff around that time. I would imagine if he was in these two movies, he would have done basically anything. Yeah. Uh, if they paid him enough, but yeah. So yeah, Guy Pierce is uh, Alexander Har- oh. Hartford. Hard Hardigan. Yeah, Alexander Hardigan. Yeah, he's a uh, kind of an eccentric professor. He's friends with Einstein. He's friends with Einstein. They're they're uh, <laughs> pen pals. Pen pals. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, he's, like, an inventor, and he's a college professor, and it's established pretty pretty early on that he's, you know, a little absent-minded and an eccentric character, and in, like, the first ten minutes of the movie, he is, like, late for a date Mm -hmm. with his girlfriend, Uh, and on this particular date, he's about to propose to her, which he does... And then after he proposes, 
they they get robbed by a, a mugger in the park. Mm-hmm. And she refuses to give up her ring. She doesn't want to give up the ring that she just received, the you know, her engagement ring. <laughs> and the mugger uh uh shoots her and kills her. Yeah. True. Yeah. And then there's a four year time jump. Yeah. And, and there's a eighty thousand Eight hundred thousand year time jump, <laughs> right? And then like a six hundred million year time jump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Guy Pierce, pretty devastated by the death of his fiance, and yeah, right. It, it jumps ahead like four years after she's killed. Yeah. And pretty much right away, uh, he is in the middle of constructing a time machine. Yeah. Well, he dedicates his yeah life to. Building a time machine so he can go back in time and prevent change her from being killed. Yeah, change the past. And his uh, colleague, Mark Addy. Yeah. Professor. The, ri- the rich man's James Corden, as I like <laughs> to call him. Mr. Philby? Is that his character's name? I think so. I think so. Yeah. He's, he's concerned about uh, Guy Pierce's character because he's... A recluse at this point. Yeah. He's spending all his time drawing on his big chalkboard. and I like how um, <laughs> we have that scene four years later. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't have been concerned any of the last, like, yeah, that, three years yeah. before That's this. pretty funny <laughs> that, like, this particular time that Mark Addy shows up, he feels the need to recap yeah. uh, the last four <laughs> years and be like, I came here the first week after blah 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 died and then i came here the the following week and then the following week and then i stopped coming yeah. <laughs> uh just so we know like what happened uh convenient that he decided to mention it at that time yeah the um, week before he yeah. finished his machine yeah. um i will say i was like while i was watching this i was like well i like how quickly this movie is moving along because he's already like got the time machine built and he's like ready to put his uh experiment into motion and then pretty much right after mark addy leaves in that scene he pops in his time machine and he's ready to go yep and yeah and then he time travels he time travels first right back to the same day Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, he goes back to... Immediately try and change it. Yeah. Uh, who Who's the actress that plays his fiance? Oh, I don't know. I didn't recognize her from anything. Let me... Let me look. Let me get yeah, off I Jeremy Irons' her. filmography. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> AK, AK, the Uber Morlock. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sienna Guillory. Mm. Uh, she's American. Or no, she's the daughter of an American and and an English model. Okay. So I think she's actually English. But uh, she... Okay. Uh, I don't really know her from much, but she was uh, Colin Firth's girlfriend that cheats on him in Love Actually. Hmm. With like oh. his brother. Remember yeah. that scene? Yeah. That's... Okay. Uh, four episodes of Luther. Great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's in, uh, she's in the, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson Resident Evil movies. Oh. As Jill Valentine. Hmm. I don't know. If, ah. She's pretty highly billed in those. 
But I... I've seen two of those. Yeah, I don't I don't really remember the, even the ones I've seen. I don't think I've seen either of the ones that she's in. She's in Apocalypse. Did we see that? Yeah. Oh, I, that's the only sequel I've seen. Oh, no. Oh. She's in one from 04. Now, I saw one from, like, 2007. Whatever that is. Um, Post-Apocalypse. <laughs> God, there's more of these than I realize. There's, there's like so five many. or five yeah. or six, right? And then there was like a re the requel or whatever you want to call it. Like one from last year. Raccoon City or something? Umbrella. Yeah. Raccoon City. Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. Uh that one looked awful. Yeah, that didn't even have Ilyovich in it, right? No, no one was involved in that. It was like a totally new mm-hmm. like take on it. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, she's in those movies. Okay. Um, uh, who else is in this movie? I mean, really not that many people. What, um... From the point where we're at, where he's, like, traveling back to the day that his fiancée was killed. Yeah, I don't really remember any of the actors. Or I don't know any of the actors. Um, I mean... Orlando Jones? Well, obviously Orlando Jones. Uh We're yet to get to Orlando Jones. Uh, well, alright. Well, let's just advance the plot, because there's really not... (laughs) There's not a lot. There's not a lot to chew on with this movie's plot. No, this is really, like, a movie that, that we could very easily breeze through, because... Nothing happens in this movie. Well, let's, let's do that. Uh, yeah, so... He travels back to the day that his fiance was killed uh, to prevent that from happening, which he does. They don't go through the park where the mugger would have mugged them. mugged them and killed her. They go to the city, and he's very relieved. Guy Pierce is very relieved that she's still alive and she's safe. And he thinks everything's okay, and she's really, like, into the idea of her, uh, of him buying her flowers. And he sees, like, a a flower shop, and he goes to get some Mm -hmm. flowers. He goes into the flower shop, and then you kind of see in the background, out the window, some commotion taking place. And it's revealed that she gets hit by a horse and carriage? Is that right? (laughs) Because it was it, it was because of the same car that he had seen the first time he was at the park. Yeah, because he's really obsessed and with. And then the, he sees the car. Was again. it like a Model T or? Yeah, it was just some old ass. Some like, old car, something. And they see the car again, and she's like, "Wow, look at that car!" And he's like, "It's just another machine." Oh yeah, There's a callback to that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's very obsessed with inventions, yeah. and yeah, and she's surprised like, well, that he's not more not. curious. Yeah. yeah, not knowing that he's been seeing cars for the past like four years, right? Before going back to that time, yeah. But yeah, so she dies again, and he's like, "Why?" Yeah, so he, and then in the following scene, Mark Addy comes to his, you know, to comfort him. Oh and yeah. And he's like, well, why can't, why can't I change the past? Why, why does this happen? Uh, is there any way that I can change the past? So then in the next scene, he's thinking to himself, well, where do I need to go in time to figure out how I can change the past? 
And then he goes... 2030. 2030, right? Back to the future. Back to the future, <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, like 2030. And there's like, they're setting up moon colonies. Yeah, there's like uh, moon colonization happening and... This is when we meet Orlando Jones. Yes, this is where we meet Orlando Jones. He goes to the library. Yeah, he hops out of his time machine. (laughs) (laughs) He goes to the library and... uh, And there, in the library there is a photon... Mm-hmm. Which is Orlando Jones. He's a, a hologram that mm-hmm. uh, basically has all of the uh, you know internet. It's like Google, basically Google, or Doctor No from AI. Yeah, <laughs> very recently on yeah. the brain. Uh, so he's basically like a, a search engine. He's got all the internet databases at his will. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Guy Pierce says to him. Uh, you know, give me some information about time travel. And Orlando Jones, the hologram, is like accessing science fiction because mm-hmm. he's like, that's not possible. And so then Guy Pierce is like, well, in this time period, there is no answer to my question. Um, and then does he just immediately hop back in his time he machine hops or back does. In and yeah. He goes to 20. 20- 37 he goes forward like a couple of decades right yeah no it's just 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 a handful of years oh okay and and then the moon is falling i think they said because they were they were uh like doing demolition demolition work on the moon yeah something went wrong with that they broke the moon yeah (laughs) (laughs) and pieces pieces of the moon started to fall yeah Um, well and that's when he like fucking has to like get out of there, right? Yeah, because they're gonna arrest him to could like to go into quarantine yeah. zones. And yeah, yeah. There's he's running away. There's some police officers that show up and they're yeah. like, "You shouldn't be here. We're evacuating." And very stupid versions of the future in this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like just like not cool looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but still then... better than imposter, I would say. <laughs> Maybe. Well. Yeah. Uh... Maybe we're due for an imposter rewatch already. He jumps back into his time machine. Yeah, he gets back from the time machine. Bonks his head. Yeah, because there, there's like a, there's like an earthquake or there's like particles of the moon falling. I, that's what I assume. I can't really remember, like even though I just watched it. Um, but yeah, and he gets knocked out as he's time machining. Yeah. And ends and up uh, in the year. Thousand years. Let me pull up the year because I have the exact year. It's 16th of the July, 802,701. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes way into the 802,701. Mm-hmm. They didn't try too hard for uh, like a cool moment. They should have done uh, the Tommy Two Tone song, 867 That would have been cool. Jenny, <laughs> Jenny. Nice little nod to Tommy Two-Tone in this movie, maybe. Yeah. I do want to point something out that I I did not realize until just now, pulling up this movie's Wikipedia. Did you know that Simon Wells... I was going to bring this up at some point. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The great grandson of H.G. I I did not know that. I actually wasn't sure if this was going to get mentioned, like, in the very beginning of our episode, because I did want to save it until we, like, got into the movie, but... 
uh, yeah, this is directed by the grandson of H.G. Wells. And another interesting fact, he is the guy that did, like, uh, like, Five Will Goes West yeah, and yeah. a bunch of, uh, like, animated uh, movies Balto. from our child. Balto, yeah. Yeah. But definitely Five Will Goes West is one that I was like, no way. Like, I, yeah. I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. Because if you would have asked me, like, a like, couple of years ago who directed The Time Machine, I would have said somebody like Kevin Reynolds or, uh, I don't know, Rob Cohen or one of those kind of, like, anonymous directors. Right. But it, yeah, it was Simon Wells uh, who did Five Will Goes West. Who's yeah, the great grandson of H.G. Wells. Yeah, it was the only live action movie he ever did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because all of his other movies are like animation. Uh, most recently, he hasn't he hasn't done a movie since twenty eleven. But it was a big bomb. Mars needs moms. I, I heard people did like that one though, but just no one went to see it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just remember it being a huge bomb. I never oh, saw Oh, yeah, Prince of Egypt. He did Prince of Egypt? Yeah. Yeah, he, wow. he did a lot of the DreamWorks uh, stuff. Dinosaur Story. Wow. We're back. <laughs> but he also was a story artist on Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, wow. which is another 2002 movie. Right. That's, uh, that's not going to be a fun one to watch. <laughs> I mean, maybe it will be. I've never seen it. Have you seen Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron? Horse one? Yeah, horse one. I see people talk about it on TikTok and saying it made them cry, and I'm like, okay. Hmm. That's cool. Do you want to be on our episode? Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably like a year from now. <laughs> or more. Yeah, so that's Simon Wells. Right. Who yeah. I had no idea. I was, yeah, I, I was just stoked once... An American Tale came into play, and I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll support this. But he, did he do An American Tale, or just Five Will Goes West? Just just Five Will Goes West. Yeah. Yeah. A movie that was shown a lot in elementary school mm-hmm. for me when... Oh, I've seen Five Will Goes West, like... Like a good number a of times. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah. In, in my household, nonstop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had the VHS tape. Yeah. yeah. Like, I saw it in theaters, for sure. I do and I... well. I do well. <laughs> I've seen it more than... An American Tale, definitely. I think yeah. it's better. An American Tale is terrifying. Yeah, I think that, that was, was a little more like hell. serious. Yeah, well, because that was like it's like about Ukrainian immigrants or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's been a long time, but yeah. Yeah, that and Land Before Time I watched a lot when I was like a little little child. All dogs go to heaven. I've never seen that. that. I didn't that see because I was. One. Was it some of the best looking cartoon pizza in the whole world? <laughs> <laughs> and I never saw Balto either. Uh, I, I just feel like I saw that. I was a kid. I, don't I just remember it, but they don't. Yeah, like, it didn't hit like the other ones. Right, but yeah, the Fievel movies and the first Land Before Time I watched a lot when I was mm-hmm. very very young. So yeah, I had no idea that Simon Wells, the director of this movie, was the Fievel Goes West guy. Yeah, right. And so wh- where are we with the plot? Like he, uh, he just got to uh, eight eight hundred thousand. And yeah, seven hundred and two. Yeah, yeah. He's, everyone's like tribal again. He just met that, right. the the Eloi, Eloi. Yeah. So when he finally wakes up after traveling, he's in the distant, distant future, and it's reverted back to like primitive times, and they're all living on the sides of mountains. Mm-hmm. The Eloi is that how it's said? Like that E L O I. 
Eloy. Eloy. I feel like Eloy sounds cooler. Yeah. Oh, and then not a lot really happens for like 15 minutes. He's, like, <laughs> like he's, he's back to health. He's just there. Yeah. Or he meets Samantha Mumba. Mumba. Yeah, and uh, her character her, name is... Her son? Her brother? It's her little brother. Yeah. Yeah, he meets some Maya. The, Maya. Maya, yeah. He meets some of the people there. She's like not really an actor, but she's like a pop star. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, didn't know very much about her, but I was like, you know, looking up, you know, the cast for this movie. Yeah, she's like, I think more famous like in the UK because she's Irish, hmm. but um, yeah, yeah, she's got like interesting records and stuff out. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, she nurses him back to health. He wakes up, has a few conversations with the. Oh, it's Mara, by the way. Mara, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then when he meets the people there, they're ready to, like, kill him, right? Or just, like, throw him, like, throw in, him in the river. Throw him in the water, yeah. yeah. It'd be uh, funny if that's where it ended. This movie just ended. It's, like, 45 minutes long. Because <laughs> uh, he, uh, she is, Mara is the only one that speaks English mm-hmm. because she's, like, a teacher, and she's, like... It's tradition. That yeah, we all, we all have to learn this language when we're young. So she knows English, and he tells her, I'm from a different time, and I've traveled back here. And she... She's like, you're dumb as hell, <laughs> Yeah, she tells all the other... you fucking crazy. Uh, Eloidians, uh, yeah. yeah, this guy's a wandering idiot. Yeah. He hit his head and uh, doesn't know what's going on. And then she kind of tells that to Guy Pierce. She's like, oh, I told him that, you, you know, you hit your head and you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> so we won't kill you. And then he goes to sleep that night in one of their little huts. And then he has a dream. That's right. Uh, And then we learn that it is like a collective dream Mm -hmm. that all the Eloi have this dream from time to time. Uh, We're supposed to assume that it's the Uber Morlock that is feeding them this dream, I think. Okay. Because he has access to all their minds, too. Yeah. Maybe you got that. I didn't even know anything. I I attempted to understand it like that once... Once the Uber Morlock showed up. Yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) Speech. (laughs) That's like his only scene. Yeah. (laughs) He, He just comes on screen he vamps for yeah. five minutes and then he gets killed counts yeah. his millions at it's home exposition in my voice and yeah uh guy pierce wakes up and he's like oh yeah i had a vision of this uh creature eating something or chomping down <laughs> and then uh like, mara's like oh we all have that dream it's, yeah, it's okay all good. don't worry about it yeah and he, he's like, wait, you all have this dream? And then they wake up in the morning and they're going to his... They're walking to find his time machine or mm-hmm. they're just walking through the forest. And to that's... the time machine. Yeah. And they pass through, like, the work area where the... Where all the villagers... The, the village folk work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's when the big Morlock attack mm-hmm. takes place. Like they come right out of the dirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just all get attacked, and they, it's they about shoot some darts, and their faces looked pretty similar to the orcs in Lord of the Rings, right yeah. around the same time. Yeah, which is probably not a coincidence, I would imagine. Right, I'd say somewhere between the orcs from Lord of the Rings and Master Splinter from <laughs> <laughs> TMNT. They, they kind of reminded me of the uh, the the scary gorillas from Congo. 
Yeah. I love Congo. You love Congo? I fucking love Congo. <laughs> I saw Congo in theaters. Hell yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, they get attacked? They get attacked. Man, nothing of interest <laughs> happens from this point this on. So oh, this is where it, this is where it gets real yeah. boring and yeah. real uninteresting. Mara, mm-hmm. sure, gets taken. Yeah, after he like battles one of the Morlocks. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny when the one tried to jump up on that big spinning thing and then fell and bonked his head, <laughs> and he's just sitting there on the floor like, huh? Just like. Yeah. His eyes are going in, like, different directions. Yeah. So, yeah, at this point, all the creatures just... Or, I'm sorry, all the villagers just get attacked by these creatures. And we don't really know their backstory at this point. They just get jumped by these creatures that mm-hmm. show up. But we know that they like... they bad. They're bad, and people know what these creatures are, and they've been around for a while. And, yeah, some of the villagers get... Taken by the creatures and sucked into the ground. Yeah. Like, that was cool. With quicksand, like quicksand style. Mm-hmm. And then Mara gets taken, and Guy Pierce, Professor Hardigan, is like, Well, we have to find her, right? Like, do you people ever fight back? Do you ever try and find the people that are taken from you? And the little boy is like, well, not really, <laughs> but... This is just how it is, bro. Yeah, it's just how it is, but oh, I no. do know where I can take you to help you figure this out. Uh-huh. And then they go to the remains of the library, right? And that's yes. where they find Orlando Jones? Yeah. Yeah. And Orlando Jones gives us the information that we need and tells us, us as viewers, that... Very much Dr. No. Very much like Dr. No from AI. Thanks, Orlando. Informs us that in the time that has passed, the human race has been divided into two different races. Mm-hmm. And like the day and the night. And then how does he find the the cave? Uh, he tries to ask Orlando Jones, like, oh, how do I get there? Yeah. And he just says, follow the breathing. <sighs> I don't remember that, that at all. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what breathing? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I think it was the sound of, like, their machines that are underground. Okay. I must not have been paying any attention at this point. Yeah, so he 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 learns... He finds the the big head from the dream. Yes, I do know. Yeah, I remember that. under that. So I remember... remember (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I remember. He learns about the, the Morlocks from Orlando Jones, and then he... He finds the cave where the Morlocks have all their uh, have all the bones of their victims in the. It's like a bone soup. Yeah. So wet. What happens between that? I don't really remember, but I think it's probably only like a couple minutes. It's not it's just important. him like like climbing down the, the, the. He climbs down a rope into ladder. The cave. Yeah. 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 So he finds the cave, and then he. That's when I think it really clicks with. Guy Pierce that the Morlocks are like eating people because he finds all the bones mm-hmm. and then he finds Jeremy Irons. Yep. Who the Uber Morlock is the, the Uber Morlock. Yeah. Who monologues for about six and a half minutes and <laughs> we learn that and then he gets dragged into a time machine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. He's like in, in control of all of them. Right. The Morlocks and the people. And we also learn that they are, the Morlocks 
are telekins right they're more evolved than the humans and they are telekinetic i think jeremy irons jeremy irons is uber more and he's able to control them right with his mind through their mind because he has that weird like spine brain Uh uh-huh all juicy and his bones stick out Mm. yeah but he also has the ability to tap into people's psyches is that right like because he so because he was keeping like maya all like chilled out the whole time too she's just standing there just like yeah because he when he's with guy pierce he like shows him what his mm-hmm. life would like an alternate timeline like what his life would be like if i have no understanding of what he was supposed to be like what exactly his once, powers were. once that scene kicked in i was like it's yeah. mostly that I, like, didn't have the energy he to was, keep up. Yeah, with. he was, like, a mix of, like, Gandalf or, or whatever Christopher Lee's character <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. I don't remember the... the yeah. Saruman. Saruman, yeah. yeah. Like, it was just, like, evil wizard meets, like, creature. I don't know. Yeah. But was also a little, like, Solaris from Solaris, like, could manifest certain images or, yeah. like, take things out of people's minds and he was manifest them. Essentially, everything the movie needed in one character, you yeah. know, it was just like, well, we gotta, we gotta advance the plot in several different ways, so this character is just gonna be able to do he all do of it. Yeah, this. yeah. Um, I, I'd say this movie was like, yeah, like I said earlier, like, in the C, C minus range until the Morlock stuff presented it's funny because you would think like once they finally get to jeremy irons you'd be like oh okay some juice here yeah you know and then you're like no this is fucking (laughs) dumb as hell now yeah Yeah, it's like i couldn't care less yeah uh and they have a little tussle they have a tussle they fight in the time machine jeremy irons uh gets aged gets aged because he partially falls out of the time mm. machine and then eventually <laughs> decomposes that, because like <laughs> one scene where it's just guy pierce with the disembodied arms around his neck <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. it's established earlier on in the movie when when an object or something falls Exits. out of the like time the sphere of the, yeah the, yeah the spherical time machine field that it ages rapidly because time is passing quickly. Mm. So we know that Jeremy Irons just instantly decomposes and is dead. Yeah. Yeah. When, so when were they when Jeremy Irons died? That was like, it's like 600 million or something. But then he just came back to... Yeah. The Mara time period? Yeah, yes. because he okay. chose to save her. Yeah. Because he accepted... Like, I don't know. Like, he realized like that he couldn't save his, yeah. his lady. He learned um, his lesson. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so then he comes back to that time period where Mara is. And that is when it gets, like, really, like, uninteresting. Like, why do we need so much more of yeah. the, the warlocks after... Jeremy Irons is dead. Right. Like, why do we need yeah, these? Yeah, they're just chasing him, and he blows up his time machine, and they all get disintegrated. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. At this point, I'm like, I really don't care about what happens. Yeah. And he lives in that time period forever because he blew up his time machine. Uh, yeah, and so we learn that he just stays in that time period. Yeah, and then they show, like, Vox, which is Orlando Jones' character's name. Oh, like, he's, like, teaching, teaching the other tribe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, like... I don't know. There's there's definitely, like, an element of, like, white savior to yeah. it. To it. <laughs> totally. Especially at the end, it's like, oh, I'll stay here and I'll educate all mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You feeble-minded. <laughs> you feeble-minded tribal people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, so he stays there, and it, you know, kind of jumps ahead, like, a little bit, and there's a scene where he's going, he's traveling through the forest with Moira, and Moira's brother, and they come to his, uh, where his house used to be. And you get some flat, or some parallels. Yeah, we, uh, that, that's, like, sort of an interesting visual, I guess, yeah. where... It's them, like, traveling to where his house used to be, and then we see what's happening in that time period, but in the same shot. Mm-hmm. And it's Mark Addy talking to Guy Pierce's housekeeper. Dumb scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got another dad. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, he's just, like, uh, basically informs us that, you know, Guy Pierce. His character never returned to. Uh, what were they in? No, like, like turn of the century. Oh, okay. Yeah, he never returned to his time period, and Mark Addy's like, "Well, I hope he is happy now." And yeah, Guy Pierce stays there. Mark Addy uh, takes off his bowler hat. He does and throws it because Guy Pierce was opposed to, uh, you know, people conforming. <laughs> Yeah. He, he offers the, the house lady a new job. Yeah, Mark Eddy does offer the uh, housekeeper a job. So she that's... said she runs a pretty tight house. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Do what you... a movie. You so we know to... that everything's okay with the housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know how I order my bagels? How? Morlocks. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 wrap up the time machine so that we can get into the trivia, the trivia stuff. Yeah, because that that's that's more fun than actually watching this movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think this the movie starts out like not good, but like serviceable, mm-hmm. and then just like. Act, off a cliff. act by act gets like very like less engaging Absolutely. as it goes along and yeah by the time you get to the like the distant future and you get to the morlock stuff and the uber morlock i just had no interest in the, <laughs> the film uber morlock. <laughs> morlock. yeah yeah i mean okay so i haven't read the time machine i don't know have either uh, no read I, haven't, it? I haven't read it no i i also haven't seen the like 1960 version of it or whatever no. that people actually like yeah uh um, which gets referenced in this movie by orlando jones yeah 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 yeah, yeah very meta <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, uh this i believe makes a lot of changes to the source material from what mm-hmm. i was reading yeah i like a lot of additions and stuff like that mm-hmm. so 
I don't know. You know, it's it's. I I don't know what all is in the original source material, but I I have to say I was like pretty uninterested in most of the movie, mm-hmm. even when it's like more passable at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was just like, eh, all right, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, because at the beginning. Like, the first, like, 20 minutes, I was like, wow, was I wrong for just thinking that this was a movie I should never see? And then I just was like, well, I'd rather, like, do chores around my house <laughs> yeah. than watch this. Sure. It's, it's got to be some laundry that's rolling around here somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. uh, I, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go D on this movie. Okay. I was going to D. So two D's so far. Double D. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go D minus. D minus. I'm I'm actually really surprised. I, I enjoyed Men with Brooms more than I did. <laughs> Time Machine. Yeah. I I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've seen less curling movies than I have like <laughs> shitty big budget sci-fi movies or yeah, whatever. Right. I don't know. Maybe it was. Men with Brooms just had a little something there that was mm. new to, new for me, but uh, I mean, there are t- two movies that probably have never been compared by anyone ever. Mm. That's true. Right now. Yeah. So uh, I did like that whenever I checked the runtime on the time machine, I was closer to the end <laughs> than well, you the time were, uh, You were on uh, Men with Brooms also, just because of the nature of time but like that's true no, not trying to be cute because of the time machine but uh cute but uh yeah i i get what you're saying though it, it's 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 it moves for being like a bad movie it's a it's tighter for sure yeah yeah i guess that can be said for it mm-hmm. yeah Tw- like a tiger <laughs> uh uh, yeah, it's a time machine. Two D's and one D minus. Yeah. How do you guys think this movie did it on Rotten Tomatoes? 34. Uh, I don't... Uh, yeah, I remember getting pretty bad reviews. I'll say 26. It's 29. Split the difference, basically. Yeah. Not, not good. Um, but, you know, could have been worse, I suppose. Uh, let me pull up the box office because I, I think I'm fairly certain it was number one because we did this box office when we did All About the Benjamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was number one. All About the Benjamins was number three. Uh, it uh, it grossed uh, 22.6 million opening weekends. Uh, was number one at the box office. Uh, let's see, what did it go on to gross? 56.8 domestically, with another 66.8 internationally. So it made 123, 124 million. Pretty, that's not bad. Pretty good size hit, honestly. Uh, it cost about 80 million dollars to make, which I think that it looks somewhat expensive. Yeah, more expensive than I figured it would. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it was a successful movie, despite being, like, pretty poorly reviewed at the time. Yeah. Uh, which is funny, because, like, it made more money than I expected, but, like, 
maybe maybe my frame of reference was limited to like us mm-hmm. and like other people but i didn't know anybody that even saw this movie in theaters no. like, <laughs> like uh, no one i knew was like interested in this yeah uh how do we think uh audiences oh cinema score. cinema score yeah on uh, an a b c d f scale what do we think have you done did you do this for dragonfly i think so okay so the cinema score it's like a random like audiences in random cities would just get polled after leaving the theaters. Yeah. Exit poll. Giving an A to D yeah. rating. A to my, F, yeah. My one tip for guessing this for you would be always it's always higher than you think. The audiences like everything. Just assume that it's like, okay, the type of person that would go see the time machine on opening weekend would be like slightly more excited about it than the average person. So. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, give you an idea, like, uh, John Q got, like, an A. Yeah. Uh, Rollerball got a B. Wow. Yeah. Rollerball is yeah. dog shit. So. I'd say this this got a B. I was thinking the same thing, like a B. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll differentiate. I'll say B plus, just to be different, I guess. And the Time Machine received... A C plus. Wow. wow. Nobody so liked it. People didn't like it. People yeah. saw it, but they didn't like it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, they didn't hate it, but... Yeah. Yeah. People felt underwhelmed. Yeah. Which, I felt underwhelmed. Well, I don't yeah, know. I, don't I mean, know it, it was just one of those movies where it was done, and I, like, I just didn't have any thoughts. Yeah. Just like, all right. I, yeah. I was glad it was over. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish it was over sooner. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's the time machine. More Uber Morlock, please. <laughs> Uber Morlock. <laughs> well, so yes, that's the time machine. This was a time travel movie. So I did want to do a little bit of trivia uh, after you know we talked about the movie about time travel films. Okay. Uh, the last, like, I don't know, handful of episodes we've done, like, trivia at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And it's usually, like, related to the genre of the movie that we're okay. watching. Like, we, for, like, We Were Soldiers, we did, like, war movie trivia. Buddy, buddy cop. We did buddy, buddy movie trivia when we talked about all about the Benjamins. So I've got some time travel movie related trivia to ask you. So this is a little different than the last couple trivias that we've done i'm going to be asking i'm going to tell you a tagline for a movie and uh should i give the year at the top or should i just do the tagline let's say do just, the tagline and then yeah. we can ask for the if year you don't if we, yeah. okay yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you the tagline for a movie and you tell me what time travel movie the tagline is for okay and we're, uh, we're ringing in like by saying our names. Yeah. Right? So I'll say the tagline, and then your buzzer will be you just saying your name. Okay. Yeah. And we have to wait till you finish reading it, or yeah, I think. Well, I don't think you'll get it before I'm done reading. Okay. But right. maybe. Right. Okay. So here is the tagline for a time travel film. And some of these have, like, more than one tagline. So if you don't get it when I read one, I might have backups for you. Sounds okay. good. So here's the tagline. 
Hunted by your future. Haunted by your past. Micah. Micah. Looper? Looper is the answer. Nicely done. So that's one for Micah. Nicely done. (laughs) (laughs) I just think about that movie recently. Uh, Question number two. Here's the tagline. This time, he's back for good. Dan. Dan. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Oh, that's actually kind of a cute one, because he's the good guy in that movie. Yeah. Back for good. Back for good thing. Uh, I'm just... So this one has, like, a few alternate taglines. I'll just read them. Uh, It's nothing personal... That's one of the taglines, which tells you nothing about the movie. That, that's a terrible one. <laughs> the battle for tomorrow has begun, dot, dot, dot. Get terminated July 3rd. Uh, I didn't read that, because yeah. that would have given it away. And that's about it. But Although, I might have said Terminator 1, if you had read that one. That's which would have true, been like a... but... By the time Terminator 1 came out, like, it wouldn't have been an established like, franchise. No, but the movie's called The Terminator. Yeah. People looking at the poster could be like, oh, get terminated because it's The Terminator. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. So one for Micah, one for Dame. Question number three. What would you do if you knew the future? Can I get a year? Yeah. The year, the year that the movie came out is 2001. And if you want a second tagline, it has several. Okay. I'll take a second one. I'll take a second, yeah. Life is one long, insane trip. Some people just have better directions. I've never heard that tagline (laughs) until I looked it up today. (laughs) But that is a tagline. Um, 2001. 2001. It, there is a third tagline, and once I give you this one, you will for sure know it. Hmm. But yeah, 2001 time travel film. Should I kick myself for not getting this? No, I don't think so. I think these are bad taglines and a little vague. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What would you do if you knew the future is is a little, makes a little more sense than the other one, in my opinion. Okay. You guys ready for the third tagline? Mm-hmm. We'll get your buzzers ready. <laughs> okay. Dark, darker, darko. Oh, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Dan. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think either of us should get it. We both got it immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Johnny it's Johnny Darko. Darko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but the yeah the the second tagline there I don't uh, get it at all. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't Life is know. one long insane trip. Some people just have better directions. Yeah, I don't ever see that on a poster. No. Like... Yeah, so Donnie Darko. Okay. So we're still tied one one and one. Yeah. All right. This this one I'm gonna give a year on just because I think it it might be a little too difficult. So this is a 2010 film, and the tagline is, Kick some past. Dan. Dan. Hot tub time machine? Some hot tub time yeah. machine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is an easy one. 
lived, I repeat. No one gets a point for that. That's a funny one because some that, people, that was, like, I feel like most people think that's the name of that yeah. movie. Well, uh, Fox is essentially like rebranded that movie mm-hmm. as Live Die yeah. Repeat. Like, it's bigger than the title now on like all the yeah. DVD covers. Yeah, that's almost the interesting fact about that is that that's not the name of the movie, <laughs> right? Okay, number six. This is a tagline I don't remember at all, but... Ancient Japan, 1953, without a map, without a clue, without a pizza. That's the tagline, apparently. Does it have to do with the plot? Yeah. Ancient Japan, 1953... Or, I'm sorry, 1593. Dan. Dan. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? No. Ancient Japan, 1593, without a map, without a clue, without a pizza. Fuck! I know what it is. Did you know it, Andrew? Yeah, you know it. Uh, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Turtles in time. Uh, okay. Number seven. This is the last one I came up with, because I usually only come up with seven. If you thought it was just a trick of the mind, prepare yourself for the truth. Let me know if you guys need a year on the film. Would the year give it away? Um, I don't think so. I'll take a year. Uh, this was a film from the year 2006. Okay. If you read again? Yeah. If you thought it was just a trick of the mind, prepare yourself for the truth. Do you have alternate taglines? That's the only one. Oh, oh no, no, there was another one, but it's like even more vague. What if you could change the past? <laughs> uh, Micah? Micah. It's the butterfly effect? It's not the butterfly effect. What year was that? That was earlier. That was 04. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Micah. Micah? Click? Not click. Hmm. Uh, Dan. Dan. The Prestige? Not The Prestige. Okay, that's one I was gonna put on my list. Is that a time travel movie? I don't know. It's cloning. It kind of is. I wouldn't think of The Prestige as having time travel involved. Right? Yeah. But this movie definitely has time travel. From 2006. 2006. What kind of movie is it? If it unless uh, it's like uh, action thriller and then the sci-fi time travel element kind of shows up around like the halfway point, I'd say. Mm. Alright, here's a hint. It's a Jerry Bruckheimer production. Dan. Dan. Paycheck? Not paycheck. Does that have time travel? I don't know. I don't think uh, so. Yeah, right? Yeah, maybe. I haven't seen it. But it's not the movie that I'm is talking it, about is right it now. Is it that Denzel Washington one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Deja Vu? Micah? It's, uh, Deja Vu? It's yeah. Deja Vu. <laughs> yeah. Because so just hearing paycheck, I like saw the cover of it in my head and I was like, which one of those movies has time travel yeah. that looks like that? Yeah, it's Deja Vu. Oh, I haven't seen, that's a movie I haven't seen since like 
test screening when we saw yeah. that. So what was the final score? Was it two and two? I think it was two so. and three. You, I think, I think you had three. Did I? I don't know. Well, I don't. Know. I, don't I, I don't feel good don't about know. taking a win for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right? <laughs> wrong, so, uh, well, yeah, those are some time travel films. Sure. Uh, this is probably a good time as any to talk about our favorite time travel movies. Let's do it. Sure. Uh, we're going to do a top five? What are we doing? Uh, I've only got top three. Let's do three. Okay. Well, let me give my, my four, four and five just okay. as like honorable mentions, I guess. Since uh, I got Edge of Tomorrow in there, which is my mm-hmm. favorite like of the time loop genre movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, Groundhog Day is obviously the genesis of those, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, Edge of Tomorrow is just fun. Uh, and then four, I have Star Trek First Contact, just because I figured you guys wouldn't have that on your list, and I, I love I that I thought movie. you might have First Contact. I love there. First Contact. It's awesome. Uh, I did almost put the first Star Trek, like, the first one with, uh, like, Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. From Yeah, that one's awesome. Oh, yeah. Time travel, yeah. So yeah. those were my five and fours. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a four and a five as well. Uh, one of them, I don't, I don't know if it counts as TV show, but there's a portion of Adventure Time mm-hmm. that has to do with time travel. It's like probably four of the coolest episodes yeah. ever of mm-hmm. that show. So I'm throwing that one in there. Uh, and then I did put my time loop one in that too, and I did Palm Springs. Oh, Palm Springs is good. I was just going to say one of the better time loop movies is Palm Springs. That movie was fantastic. Like, yeah. I remember, like Loretta and I had that recommended to us. Not knowing what it was and threw it on, we're like, oh, yeah. shit, this is actually way better than I thought whatever it was. And that was like a mid-pandemic movie too, right? It came right, out like yeah. right at the start of yeah. it. Yeah, and it took me a couple months to watch it because I just like wasn't in a place to like watch new stuff or whatever yeah Yeah. uh alright well then why don't you kick us off with your number three then since we're now caught up um my number three is Donnie Darko uh my number three is also Donnie Darko Mm -hmm. Micah I did Endgame oh yeah sure right okay at this point, that was, like, the last Marvel movie that I, like, fully, fully, deeply... I think that was the last enjoyed. one I saw. Yeah. It's one of the last ones I saw. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. I thought, you know, you don't see a lot of time travel movies with that much mm-hmm. shit going on like that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, they all, like, kind of blend together to me. Is that the one where they, like, ran into Robert Redford? He's, he's in a couple. Yeah. But he is in that one. But yeah. is that the one where they, like, run into him, like, in a scene that would have been in, like, Civil War? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like, leaving the Avengers Tower. Right. Yeah. Winter Soldier, I think. Not Civil Not War. Not Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Winter yeah. Soldier. I they all do, like, kind of yeah. mesh together. In my brain, yeah. It's all one big thing as opposed to like individual movies yeah uh alright well you're number two my number two T2 
My number two is also T2. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have the exact same you top three. Yeah. We must, yeah. Uh, two, I have Arrival. Oh, okay. That's a good movie. I've, oh, yeah, I, I guess really that would be. I enjoyed Arrival, and I rewatched it uh, maybe a year ago at this point. Uh-huh. But it, it, it hits real good for me. Yeah. I like my, my, my big sci-fi and weird alien shit. Because so. the time travel element doesn't... It's like the, It's part of the, the twist. twist. Yeah. yeah. That the aliens view time in a different way mm-hmm. yeah that's right and it's like that's why they're there it's like the gift they give humankind is right time travel mm-hmm. number ones well what's your number one well, it's clearly Back to the Future <laughs> yeah Back, Back to the Future is my number one also Back to the Future is a perfect movie I, I think it's one of like the best movies ever made I have T2 as my number one. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Man, no Back to the Future on your top five. That's okay. I, you know, it's fine. I, I, I appreciate it. I do not think it's bad in any way, but for me at this point, it's one that I've seen a million times. That, like, I, sure. Yeah. I get that. I, I would rather watch Arrival over... Yeah. I could watch Back to the, Back future. To the future. But, yeah. Basically on command. Like, yeah. whenever I could watch it. I, I I like the sequels and I own them, but the first one is mm. the one for sure. It has been a long time since I've watched them. It might be time again. Did anybody consider Austin Powers the spy who shagged me? <laughs> I saw it on Honestly, some list. Honestly, I, I didn't consider it. Forgot there's time travel in that movie. Mm-hmm. Technically, yeah. Uh, I didn't consider it, but I did. I did. I did see it on some other yeah. lists when I was looking. Uh, no, couldn't Goldmember be on there too? Or was he cryogenically frozen for that one? Well, he's cryogenically oh, frozen yeah. in the first one. Yeah. I don't remember Goldmember. That will be one we do on the show. Yeah. No, uh, he. Do, yeah, he does also go back in time, right? For Goldmember, he, he goes forward in time. Doesn't he go to, like, 2003? Or is that in the second one? I thought he goes back in time in 2 and 3. Well, I don't know. It's been too long, I guess, right? since I've seen yeah. him. But, yeah. Uh, some other ones that people like that we didn't talk about. Let's see. 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys, has a lot yeah. of fans. Mm-hmm. I like 12 Monkeys. I don't love 12 Monkeys, but I like it. Yeah. Nobody, no, none of us had Groundhog Day on our list, but that's one. Mm-hmm. Time Bandits for like another Terry Gilliam. Mm-hmm. Terminator One, of course. Yeah. Uh oh, Paycheck. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't off base. Uh, Looper, which yeah got in trivia. Uh, Spy Kids. Which one? All, all the time in the world. Oh, the that's fourth one. That's the that's fourth like one. Post yeah. main trilogy. That's the yeah. Timeline. Oof. Uh, Paul Walker. You know, I, I almost did a shout out for Timeline the book. Yeah. Uh, Michael Crichton. Yeah. Yeah. Also did the original book that made Congo, Years of the Dead. Yeah. And Twister. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. I read, Michael Crichton. I, I read like all of his shit when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, you know, but the book for Timeline is fantastic oh, okay 
You know um, Westworld, the TV show? Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Westworld? I have not, but I know that was like his first... He directed Directorial like, thing, yeah, yeah. 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 Or first, like, and, like, one of his only ones, too, yeah. Good movie. It's fun. Uh, Butterfly Effect. We can mm-hmm. briefly mention that. Yeah. Crichton also directed that movie called uh, Runaway with Tom Selleck as a future cop. Nice. Gene, yeah. Gene uh, Simmons is the villain. That's that's on my watch list on, on, like, Prime Video. It has been for, like, three years. Yeah, very bad. Uh, <laughs> none of us mentioned uh, Bill and Ted's. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill and Ted would be on my top five. Also, I was wrong. Eaters of the Dead inspired the 13th Warrior. Oh, okay. Congo inspired Congo. Congo. Okay. Yeah. All the books are pretty sick. Uh, gold numbers on this list. Okay. So you're, yeah. you're right. Uh, <laughs> Just Visiting. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. <sighs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, uh, John Renault and Christina Applegate. That sounds familiar. Oh, <laughs> uh, X Men: Days of Future. Past. Oh shit, that was a good one. I forgot about that. Wow, that is a pretty good X Men movie. That's my favorite X Men, probably. But that and Logan. Uh, mm. some ones from childhood: A Kid in King Arthur's Court. <laughs> you remember that? I mean, I remember it. Oh, did you, did you guys ever watch that Martin Luther King? animated movie that they would show in school uh no they visited the Martin Luther King house and then they broke into one of the rooms somehow this, the two kids that were on the tour and then they time travel hmm. to experience hmm. Martin Luther King's life no no well, I wonder when that was made probably it looks like a late 90s thing hmm Enough for it to be shown, like, every year that I was... Yeah, in. probably when we were a little older yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, it's it's open to interpretation, but Interstellar pops up on a lot of these lists. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Yeah. I, I, even, I would allow it. Yeah, I would, I would. even though there's no, like, time machine or, like, yeah. time travel per se because it all happens in kind of like real time but not because they're on a they're just yeah. they just happen to be on a planet where exactly. time like happens really quickly well yeah but then there's also like the like metaphysical stuff like where he's like communicating yeah with from different time periods i don't know yeah. I, I think it's close enough yeah uh primer we talked about earlier mm-hmm. briefly. Yeah. It's like another movie that people talk about. Uh... Oh, Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. Is there a time travel in that? No. Or... Yes, there is. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of them. Hermione has the, the little... That's right, yeah. At the end, she's able the end. to go back. That's and they, right. And they save the, the bird horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jet Li's the one? You guys remember that movie? Well, that's... Uh, that's like multiple universes. Yeah. That's not time. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. This guy has it on here. I, it's not my list. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, it's like saying, uh, what's the Gwyneth Paltrow movie? Where's Shakespeare ultimate... in Love? No. Alternate Snow. timeline ones. Spider Man and no. the Spider Verse. Yeah, Sorry. No. No. Why am I blanking on this right Iron now? Iron Man. 
Wait, Shout what out. was the premise of it? Yeah, the alternate timeline one from the late nineties. Uh, yeah, man, what's that called? Possession? No. Lord of the Rings. Uh-uh. I'm just throwing <laughs> shit out. Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> reference. Definitely the Royal Tenenbaums. I like reference this movie like kind of often. Why am I blanking on it? Where she like gets off the subway and it splits into two different timelines. Donnie Darko. I keep wanting to say sideways, but it's not called sideways. Not the wine movie? Not the wine movie. It's from 1998. Oh, I know. Yeah. That movie. Uh, I just don't know why I'm... I, I don't remember what it's called. I don't know if I've ever even seen it. Let sliding me... Doors. Sliding Doors, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, but that makes it sound like serious, though. You calling it like the alternate timeline movie, but that's like a romantic comedy, right? It's like a rom-com, but yeah, but... It shows you, like, what her life would be like if she, like, uh, m- like got her off on the subway. Like, if she got off at her exact stop, or if she didn't. Mm. You know, it's not, like, a totally awful premise for a movie. I mean, I'm sure that movie's not good, but, like... No, that movie's not bad. It's okay. You like it? So you're saying? I don't like it, but... You watched it, like, last week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's time travel films. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm talked, about, talked about a lot of stuff, and I don't know if we have anything else to talk about. Nope. You got anything to plug? Micah, anything you want to plug? Anything coming up? <laughs> Nothing right now. Just no. the next time you're on this show. For, uh, what was the movie? I think I'm going to be on Ice Age. Oh, Ice Age, when, yeah. When is that? I know, I know that's, that's, that's with Isaiah. Uh, coming up. Ice Age is coming up. So, but so not that far away. I'd say a few weeks to a few months. Awesome. Yeah, in that range. Yeah. yeah. It's in it's in the March 2002 collection. So, so yeah. I will be back soon then. Yeah. For Ice Age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the movie we just talked about where we said you should come back for and you was, uh, you said no? Spirit. Spirit. Spirit, <laughs> Spirit well, yeah. It didn't say no, but it was a, it was a no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, people like that movie. We, I, we'll find... Yeah. I, I, we don't have to make everyone watch movies they don't want to watch. Yeah, also, that's true. we can just do it by ourselves if we can't watch it. <laughs> it's totally it's true. Yeah. We're the only ones that signed up for this stupid show. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've been talking about these movies for a long time now. We should probably end the episode. Yep. Micah, thank you so much for thank you for coming back me. to the shed and talking about Men with Brooms and watching Men with Brooms and watching the Time Machine with Guy Pierce. Absolutely, we appreciate it. Loved him. Yeah. Never. Watched I mean, him we again. watched him. Yeah. 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 Uh, I definitely watched him. And crossed off the list. And we'll be back for our next episode, and we're going to be talking about Kissing Jessica Stein, and we'll catch you then. Thank you so much for listening. Adios. And bye-bye. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>